back. <laughs> <laughs> nice little break. Never uh, uh, so anybody who doesn't understand what I'm talking about, um, jump over to haveadrinkshow.com and download their show because this is kind of an after show of a pre-show of a two-part show. Um, I don't know. I this see is, it as we were the pre-show and you're the main event. Well, I mean, this we're, we're I, that's not fair because your show is way more prepared than mine. I have no, I, I have no idea what we're going to talk about right now. This <laughs> you, you saw how the show went. <laughs> yeah. We're just swipping segments. We're like, yeah, whatever. I'm just hoping that if we drink enough beer, it'll all come together and it'll sound appropriate. <laughs> that's our philosophy in life. It and if out. you out there listening, drink enough beer too. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. I'm the Gnarly Gnome. Hopefully you guys know that. Hopefully you know what show you're listening to. Um, I assume that when people click on a podcast, they actually know what it is. But every, at the top of every show, you still say what show it is, right? Well, I mean, I mean you guys do it, too. First, it's everyone's first show. Yeah, yeah, but someone could have given it to someone else. They, they still clicked on it. It still probably says. Like, said, maybe maybe, maybe like they're listening into someone else. Like they're stuck in a car ride, and someone has put a podcast on for them. Uh, yes. um, okay. Well, let's let's work around the table and everybody introduce yourselves so people can hear your voice, know who you are, and make a little sense of the plethora of voices. <laughs> yeah, so I'm Casey Price. I am a host with the Have a Drink show, the family of shows over there where we put on a few uh, various episodes every week uh, starting up a new news episode here in a little bit but uh yeah so i'm co-hosting with that show yeah. uh i am justin bob frazier <laughs> i have a lot of names um <laughs> and i'm uh also with have a drink show i'm christopher walker again all of us have a drink <laughs> yeah uh, i'm Brittany lee walker uh uh, yeah, <laughs> she, she runs. She runs our Barter uh, Town. Yeah, she just runs Barter Town. No, she's the one in charge. The rest I, I, of us take our orders there. I, I co-host and produce the show. <laughs> I'm fairly certain if you navigate to Cincy Brewcast on iTunes, one of the shows that'll pop up on the recommended is probably Have a Drink because enough people listen to both shows that there's I, there's, I, there's, there's a little bit of crossover. It does for me, and I don't know how all of the Apple algorithms work and stuff, so I don't know if it's the same for everybody. But I'm pretty sure it probably just does it based on subscribers so <laughs> hopefully everybody knows what the hell's going on yeah. uh, we're recording uh, on location live i don't know how you say it but we are at wooden cask uh, so big thanks to them for for hosting us and uh giving us a couple beers <laughs> very much yeah. this tap room is beautiful we were talking about it earlier but i love it here like i do too right I, I wish that I lived closer to... Uh, I wish to, I lived in here. <laughs> yeah, Although I, I, I have to say, I'm, I'm, I don't know that I could bring myself to live in Newport after my experiences, wow. but I, I, would like to live, I would like to live very close to Wooden Cask. Yes. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, so we're just going to kind of roll with this. We're going to make it up as we go along. Um, we've got a couple... Of, well, we've all got flights sitting in front of us of the same beers and beers and ciders because we don't ever touch on cider on the show and... I think probably should. So, my favorite segment from the beer fridge. It's probably going to be the entire show from the beer fridge. We're probably just going to sit and drink and make you guys listen to us do it. When um when I started this show with Mike, we talked a long time about what the show was going to sound like and what we were going to talk about, and what we were going to do. And we made this big point of saying, well, we're not going to do just one of those shows where they just taste beer every week, and that's all they do. And it's kind of what. We do. <laughs> I, I recall a similar conversation when we started. Yeah. We're like, uh, you know. There's a lot of beer tasting shows out there, guys. It's, I think, as long as you can talk about something else while you're drinking beer, I don't see the big deal. But. Right, and you're yeah. not just saying, like, yeah, this tastes 
like the subtle, the various subtle notes of cracker, you know. Just <laughs> Note to self: Don't say that. <laughs> well, I I don't know if anything we've got here will have subtle notes of cracker. But, no, no, no. Um, don't think so. Well, let's just dig in. Uh, just waiting to hear Campbell's soup can. The first one okay. is is red rum, and I'm really excited to try this. That's the, the one on the far left, right? 17? Yes, seventeen. Okay. okay. This is a rum barrel aged. Red ale, is that right? Yes. You guys have the list in front of you. A rum barrel Irish red. You can smell that rum barrel. (laughs) Extremely appropriate given the season we're getting ready to enter. So they've got, their their Irish red is just called Ruby. If anybody's been down here and tried that before, then this is just that stashed in rum barrels for I think like six or eight months if I'm, whatever number is in my head is correct. What do you guys think? Mm. There's not a lot Mm. of carbonation. No. Super sweet. Tastes mm. not unlike some apple juices I've had. If, I mean, it's bizarre to say that, but... Well, there's not an apple flavor, not, but no, the not, sweetness. But, yeah, would. that's what I'm saying. Not the actual apple flavor, but that just that juice mm. style. Like it's a juicy, juice. <laughs> the juicy no, juice. And what I, what I think is fun about Wooden Cask is the way they make all these beers that aren't like in your face. And uh, mm-hmm. Although I haven't tried that Citronati yet, so it could be <laughs> <really fast, laughs> right. It's pretty um, in there. Most of you know everything that they've had come out of a barrel so far is still easy. It's drinking, you know, real smooth and uh, uh, kind of fits in with the whole um, the, the whole wooden cask theme. Where you know this isn't a cask beer, but it could kind of play itself off as something that yeah. reminds you of a cask beer. I mean, Twenty nine IBUs and nine point four percent ABV. That's nine point four. Oh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. It does not drink it, like it yeah. drinks like a four percent. Yeah, that's very dangerous. <laughs> he said that I keep, that he's bound to have read the wrong one. There it is. <laughs> no, it, it would be very easy to session this. Some of us already are. <laughs> it's that's true. You were drinking at the last show, um, so I don't know. If we we probably never tried the ruby on the other show, but. Um, I wish I had it to compare it to right now. It, mm. Yeah. So with it being nine nine and a half percent, basically, that sweetness may be coming from just the alcohol level. Could be. Having yeah. that high of an alcohol can, can lead to some sweetness there. So I'm not getting a ton of other flavors. It's just the rum. Yeah, I, I get <laughs> a lot of the rum. Some exper- recent experiments, Casey, have, has taught me that yeah. you can get just sweetness from alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that. Mm. I, I like it. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, not a fan of it. <laughs> oh, I wonder if that's, it was. That's what goes on the uh, on the box art. I'm not, <laughs> not, not, a fan. Not, not a fan. If it was carbonated more, I wonder if it would hide some of that rum and you would get a little more of that that malt flavor. And I would appreciate pull, pull. more carbonation. I, I think it's I like it's almost like, like it's flat. Like this. I like it like this. It it definitely the body is light, so it doesn't necessarily need that pickup that that the right. carbonation lends to a beer. But adding that additional carbonation adds some more aromatics that can come through. It adds it adds a little bit more of a liftingness. Um, it also adds a little bit more crispness in there, so you can right. get some some of that uh, carbonic acid bite. Which I think it, on this, if I were going to change anything, it would be to add a little bit of that carbonic acid bite to it on that side. It's good. It does kind of taste a little little juicy, a little. Uh, mm-hmm. um, and it's it's mild. It's it's yeah. it tastes like something. Yeah, some, does, some kind does, of English kind of. Which I guess is exactly what he was probably going <laughs> yeah. for. Very much. It, yeah. That's the, they are so balanced here. It, it just I love it. It's so not to compare 
breweries the side of the river, but say someone else who just released something in rum barrels that is <laughs> big, in your face. Huge, like, huge. De- there's not a lot of rum barrel beers in town. There should be. Yeah. <laughs> there should be more. There should be. I advocate more. From, from what I understand, they're very hard to, I, to work with. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I'm, I'm just thinking so of just of someone that enjoys that. Yeah. That thing, but I know I, I'm sure it's very difficult. Even even aside from some of the infection issues that I've always heard mm-hmm. rum barrels like to have, um, just the barrels themselves are always beat to hell. Like you know, it's bourbon barrels. You use them One once, done. and then they're gone somewhere else. Whereas a rum barrel, they just hold on to them until there's rum squirting out of every crack <laughs> yeah. on there. Like, all right, we're done with this one. <laughs> It's, it's either it's either pass the barrel off or get some uh, liquid caulk to put in there. <laughs> I was uh, I was at a, another local brewery that I that I won't we won't go into that part of the story, but um, they had a, a couple barrels sitting on the floor that they had just filled, and the one looked looked really great and it was you know just normal, and then the other one had all of that I don't know what they call the the, the, the barrel glue that they use that oh. the whole thing was coated in, and there's this big puddle under it. <laughs> so, hey, is that barrel full? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to keep it full? I'm going to try. <laughs> <laughs> they did not have very many barrels to, to play with, so let's, it was like it's either... Let's just say the angel's share <laughs> right. was uh, very large out of that let's one. Let's just say if you wanted a sample, you just stand there for a second. <laughs> so that's, that's not really the angel's share at that point, more of the janitor's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's keep going. Corruption is one that I've talked about a whole lot on social media because I'm in love with this beer. And again, kind of in line with the... Uh, the uh, the red that it's not in your face barrel but at the same time the barrel is definitely the star of it mm-hmm. i like we've had this one before i like this one um although this particular one we've never had it on draft actually we've only had it in the bottle yeah we were here when they first did the bottle release i get a very oh, distinct smoke taste oh, yes it's very smoky yeah not not hammy but smoky um <laughs> it's gonna but like a tobacco smoke not rather than peat. Yeah. Uh, well, I, for me, it comes across as like just the char in the barrel. Mm-hmm. Like they may have recharred or something. I don't know what. Or it could be the stout malts that they've used. Mm-hmm. It could be the malt. But I, this is a beer that like. So again, you know, talk about other breweries that are close by that do barrel aged stuff. There's a certain profile to a barrel aged stout that you expect. Now, granted, this is not the same type of stout that you would get from from those beers but it's a whole different type of approach to what a barrel aged stout means i mean what you know what is the abv on corruption doing can we uh, it's 11.7 holy crap <laughs> again not drinking like it no no for, it's not boozy at all for what that is like and that's been like the whole thing like this weekend with some some of the stuff i've had like it's like oh this is super boozy is it <laughs> like I mean, it's got a high ABV. I don't deny it, but I don't know how. Like in the case of this, you know, this stuff, it's just going down real smooth. I'm not getting that heavy. I love this beer, yeah. So the uh, the base beer, the the Reformation, is only seven percent. So that's how much is picked up from the barrel. Oh, how long? How long do they age it in the barrels? Again, I think it was something like six months or so, so off the top of my head. They've got some time for it to really get the barrel character out of it. It's not like Dragon's Milk where it's in. Oh there wait, I do have that note oh. in here. Okay, so. And this was the first batch. It was aged in Buffalo Trace barrels for five months. Well, that explains everything, the uh, Buffalo Trace. I mean. <laughs> oh. That's what makes it good. Um, Did they brew? So do you know if they brewed Reformation exactly, or was it a souped-up version of that beer? I think it's the exact version wow. from, from, from what my notes say. Um, I, if anybody wants to go back and listen to 
the us tasting the original version, the the base version, the Reformation. We did that um, season three, episode four, when we did a show here at Wooden Cask Last, um, and you can I don't know hear some some notes on the base beer, which is very different than this one. Yeah, you could. I mean, this the smokiness. You could almost pass this off as a smoked stout. Yeah, well, and I, I would believe you. It's like a if I wanted to come up with a summertime version of a barrel aged stout I think this would kind of be that it's like it's mm. again it's easy drinking it's so good you could, with barbecue it could, you oh, could, it could be yeah. hot outside and you could still sit out there and drink this and a good summer evening like that would be perfect at I'm thinking I think it could even be like during the day with the sun beating down on you I could still put this I mean it would go down way too fast and it would end horribly <laughs> but <laughs> yep um, it would uh, taste good <laughs> I like the idea of barbecue on this one because it's not oh, high yeah. in IBUs. Yeah. So when you boil it down and make a sauce out of it or something along those lines, it, you get that sweetness, you get those smoky flavors. So the, the also you're not concentrating the bitterness during that time. I think it would it would be great on that end, it's not to you know ruin a good beer by, by boiling off the alcohol, though. but but yeah. <laughs> That's my kind of barbecue with the smoky. Make a corruption <laughs> I think sauce. The reason I like this so much, you see so many um, corruption I mean, reduction. <laughs> corruption reduction. <laughs> nice. Uh, they're they're just they're barrel aged stouts, you know, out of coming out the wazoo. But uh, you don't see a lot of the Scottish style um, yeah, being barrel aged. So I've got to say, my heart completely wrapped around it after, because I went to Scotland and it was like the Scottish style of stout. I was like, you don't find that anywhere back no. over here. Yeah. Everyone's all about Guinness, and then it's all about Russian Imperial, pretty yeah. much. Right. And then to see, especially when a local brewery comes in and says, no, we're doing the Scottish style. And I was like, oh, yes. Like, the only option before that was Bellhaven. That's the only thing we can get yeah. that's a Scottish-style stout. And oh, now and a, a local doing it. And I, I wonder, like, how... I'm sure we probably talked about this with them a little bit when we talked to them last, but how much of, uh, like, an education side of what you do, how much that... How, how important that becomes when people come in, because people are expecting a certain thing when they see a stout on a board or, you know, yeah. whatever it may be. And none of their styles fit into kind of what you think they would as a typical, you know, craft beer. This is actually my first time, like, having any of their stuff uh, where I'm down, down in Lexington. So right. when I come up, I'm like, like, oh, okay, yeah, sure, we'll try some of the- I'm really <laughs> loving this place more and more every time we move down this flight from the first thing I've had. Okay. So that is another thing I really like because they are bottling and distributing. And uh, yes. most of us... Well, all of us are from southeastern Kentucky, despite some of us having moved up. Like, we're starting to spread out. But back down that way, there are very few good liquor stores, and the really good bottle shops are now carrying wooden cast beers, and they have them on draft as well. So you can get Sixers, and they beat some, like, they barely got there the same time as uh, Braxton, and they beat Mad Tree into that market. They still aren't on the other side of the river, though. I know. <laughs> yeah. There's, um, Maybe they're just Kentucky-centric. There's, there's some give and take on that. I think that there, it's it's more of a distributor issue. Yeah, I think. I, um, I mean, the, the right I, I really uh, sorry. I'm just thinking like I really need to dig in sometime and try to figure out what is so weird about distrib- about how distribution works with some of it. That's an episode idea. Three tier system. <laughs> think about yeah. it. Just the, you know, the, from we live in a really neat spot right here to see just how different it can mm-hmm. be from state to right. state. Yeah. And if you're a brewery like this that you can walk out in the street and see the other state, like it's got to make things difficult to have mm-hmm. to deal with. Um, I think Kentucky's probably the harder one to deal with than than Ohio, yeah, but probably, yeah. um, 
you, if you're, you know, a, a Rheingeist as the perfect example, when they started up, it was really easy for them to just start sending their beer out immediately. Whereas when they came over to Kentucky, they had to start a separate business to distribute it here. Uh-huh. Yes. And then after all that blew up, then they had to sign with somebody else That'd to be, get it distributed yep. here. And it's just, you know, yeah. if you're small, you can distribute pretty much whenever you're ready to in Ohio. You just, if somebody comes to you and says, hey, I got this restaurant down the street and I want a keg. You're like, all right, you yeah, sell yeah. them a keg. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't, doesn't work that way down here. So if only the Commonwealth uh, worked as easily. There's and we again there, we <laughs> we just finished up a Cincinnati history show and we talked a lot about prohibition and kind of the effects that it had and the three tier system and how goofy it is from state to state is still, still recovering from prohibition. Yeah. Yes, that's where we're from. Dry counties in yeah. Kentucky, it is a it's, it's an thing. issue. Yeah, they, well, I mean, there's there are still states that that. You can't get beer. That is why Utah is, is Utah yeah. still like uh, four, under four percent. So under you can three. get you can get a bottled Bottle. beer, basically whatever you want. Right, right. it's the draft. It's but draft. three two beers yeah. are draft. You, basically, four percent ABV is, is what you're getting. Led to bad times, and we we're like, oh hey, let's go brewery we're, hopping yeah, in Salt Lake. <laughs> so we're like, let's go to like the OG Epic Brewery. Let's go down there, and they are very outspoken against the Salt Lake legislation on the ABV limit, so their brewery and tap room, well, the tap room is the smallest tap room, I think, in the country. There are literally six seats in there? There are six bar stools. Six bar stools. There are more seats on that wall opposite (laughs) us than there are in that. Six bar stools and I think three taps, but it is mainly a bottle showroom. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's when we're like, oh, well. So can can you get a bottle there and drink it there? Yes. Yes. So that's that's the key. But you have the thing is you would have to go into the tap room of six seats to drink it. So yeah, that's true. Because of the front store is just a store, and you can't just be drinking out in the store. Right. See, the, the best thing was when we were at Uinta, which oh, wonderful yes. brewery, and they had um, tons of bottles in the and back. They, they get the around venue. it because they say, "Oh, we, we can give you this, this, and this, but would you want to try these?" And then they, you know, they give you the, the bottle ones. <laughs> you can they try this. open up like a closet. Look at these. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, it almost like the server almost seemed that way, and it was she was just like, "Well, these are like eight percent." And you're like, it's so weird it's, to it's me to odd. be in a place where you're like, "No, you don't want what's on draft." Let me go find you a bottle. It's, it's yeah. what you want. It was the sours because that was we right. wanted some barrel aged sours that they had on the menu, yeah. and we're like, how how can you do that? Because I thought there was a limit. She goes, Oh no, we just serve them from bottles, and yeah. that's the key. It's the only place I've ever been where you can get samples from bottles. They'll open a bottle <laughs> yeah. just to pour a sampler. That's funny, <laughs> but it, and it it just goes to show though that it doesn't. It's not preventing anything. Like you, you have this 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 whole idea of well, you know, we can't serve high alcohol beer because it's going to create you know whatever they think it's going to create in society. But you can still serve it. <laughs> yeah, that's everyone we met everywhere when we told them why we were in town. They were just like, oh, you have to go down to Squatters and get the whatever what was their Doppelbach that's like fifteen percent. They're like, oh, you can get it. In these, they were just doing crowlers of it, but most of the people there have no idea what a crowler is. So there's like, you can get it in these gigantic cans. These weird big cans. <laughs> yeah, and that's and then we finally get down there, and it was like, oh no, that was pretty much the only way to get it was in crowlers. Sorry, I'm just thinking about a weird weird foreign land to me where they're like. Yeah, these weird big cans. You mean a crowler? What's that word? <laughs> All right, never mind. I was expecting a completely different joke about weird big cans from you, and I'm, uh, I'm a little disappointed right now. <laughs> look, 
<laughs> we, we're in Newport. <laughs> <laughs> we can go up to the brass ass later if you want to. And, uh, <laughs> it's <laughs> almost adjacent. <laughs> Look, I, I live outside of a stripper's triangle. I, I get enough Whoa, of those jokes. A stripper's triangle. There are three strip clubs near my apartment, <laughs> and they form a triangle. If, a, if, a, if someone drives through there, they may find themselves vanished and suddenly on a pole, and they don't know what happened. <laughs> The Bermuda Triangle of strippers. <laughs> I think at one time that was the story of Newport too. <laughs> <laughs> not anymore. It's reformed. Yes, it's very much. Yeah, now anymore. it's like a ghost town. <laughs> uh, so uh, we've got a cider next. Uh, I don't know a, what's next. A wine barrel aged cider. Yes. Okay. Which number is that? Eighteen. Did you try it already? Because the, the okay was like you were leading into something here. No. Well, I just like, the okay. aroma. So <laughs> this smells like a distillery. Whenever it's first starting up yes. for its run, the nose on that is the I don't know if it's acetaldehyde or or what it is, but it smells like a distillery's early shots. Right. Hmm. Sorry, I'm gonna have to take another sip of that Casey to figure that out. Science words. So it's very I want to say floral and I don't want to say vegetal. Green apple. I mean that's it's, that's it's the acetaldehyde. Yeah. yeah. Oh. The guy, the bartender, we were like yeah. suggesting like, well, we'll do these these samples. He went. We're gonna do acid and then hoppy. So let's let's put this one before the other one. Like, oh yeah, that probably sounds. No, fun. this. I almost wish I started with this like today, like yeah. in general. <laughs> yeah, it I, is like very light you know, drinking. Uh, so we have a couple of friends here um, who are uh, moral sport, I guess. I don't know. Um, <laughs> so uh, one of them had this, and I was like, oh, cider, because I'm I'm not a cider person anymore. I started with cider and then you, you know, it's a phase. You go, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. It was too sweet for me. And, cider is a menudo. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> but I, I was scared to try it because I've always been scared of the ciders being just so sweet that it makes me want to brush my teeth afterwards. This does not taste like that. Ciders are not sweet. Not Some to ciders are sweet. Yeah. <laughs> I get the, I, I'll even get like the dry ones, like the driest cider. And it's like, no, but you're getting, the, you're getting them here. And that's that's there aren't those those other things here like the the market here people just don't buy right. the dry. things that are yeah. like that's it true. just doesn't exist. So if something says it's dry and you're buying it right here, you know it's probably not going to be actually sweet. dry. It's just going to be a drier sweet cider. Yeah, but this and is this is good. There's a little bit of like a a liquor taste about it, like a whiskey taste. Does anybody catch what the ABV was on this? Uh, it's not at all on the board. I'd have to. I didn't take a picture of the board. Yeah. I took a picture of the paper that we have sitting in front of us because that's how I roll. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a bit boozy. It's nice. I, I'm nice getting like a, a little bit of a whiskey. Uh, it's not. It's not in the taste. It's almost like the after effect. I would almost give it a. Uh, it's more of a gin-like quality. Oh, is what God, I would yeah. want to say. I think it's just. It may a, just be the barrel. It's like a, it's like a tannic thing to me, like that. Okay, yeah. That like that thing in the back of the the mouth. That, Was this red wine barrels? I assume so. Just. That'd be I, yeah, because there's way more. I feel like there's more flavor for red wine. <laughs> like I'm not a yeah. white wine fan, but. You get a lot more complexity. Justin's in red wine. running back with yes, some kind of sprinting. information. He has news. Five point nine percent. Okay. Okay. Did you find out what kind of barrels it was? Didn't ask. That. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't know there was more I needed. <laughs> no, this is this is probably, and I have to really think about this hard before I say it. But I, this is probably my favorite cider that I've had made here in Cincinnati so far. Yeah, I would agree. And with I'm that. sorry for everybody else that makes cider. March first. I love what you're doing, but um, this is really good. Don't get me started. It has. Um, Sorry, I don't know if anybody said that, but I was like, I keep drinking on it. It has that um, 
I know they're in ciders as well, but it's got that. It's it's prevalent in that uh, tannin flavor. Uh, he said yeah, that. It's yeah. like it's like that Sorry, thing, that was in the, thing in the back of the mouth. Like it's like a dryness, but not really dryness. I think dryness. that's why it's like I a, like it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not sweet. Puckers and, and mm-hmm. pulls. It's, it's really good. Um, yeah, it's I like it. Yeah. It's also it also has so most of these ciders you you it's your apple variety that decides what the flavor is going to be. This has more of that traditional. What is it? Mott's grape juice or or, yeah. or not grape juice, the, but the uh, apple, juice, yeah. apple juice. Your your standard apple juicy flavor. It doesn't see. I don't get that as. Like I'm tasting Honeycrisp apples to me. Is what it tastes like. Oh yeah. Yeah, like when um. It's not too sweet, but it's not too like puckery. So uh, locally, and I don't know if, if Chris was nice enough to send you down some uh, um, pocket watch from from Artifact. There's one where can they, left in the fridge. That they can, um, oh. they used Concord grapes in it, and it, I, when I, I like Concord. Yeah, see, that's not my first instinct when I hear Concord grapes. I think, <laughs> oh, that's it's going to taste like like grape jelly or grape juice. Like it's I, I don't want that. Flavor, yeah. And as soon as you open up, and that's the smell you get. It doesn't taste like that. It, it goes into another realm, but. I don't get any of that, like, oh, this is going to be one of those kind of fruity, <laughs> juicy things. Like, this is, I like this way more. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, not not way more than Pocket Watch. I'm sorry, Urban Artifact. I'm not saying that. <laughs> Got to correct these things. I like, it more, like it more than you, you were thinking. I like, it, yeah. I like it more than if it was, like, a fruity mess, which yeah. a lot of ciders are. Yeah, now, a lot of people can't do those, like, I love that, that everyone's moving to these wine barrel-aged like alternate styles. I love wine barrels. It is just amazing. The stuff we're getting out of wine barrels and the things that people are doing with uh, grape must even. So Dogfish just did that. Oh. Well, you didn't like it. Uh, but which one was the, uh, was the one uh, that They did that in the Russian Imperial Stout with grape must added. Hmm. Syracuse or something. But, uh, yeah, I don't remember. I'm trying to check into this one right now. Sorry. It was so odd, but you don't find many stouts like it smelled like a grape soda. And then obviously it was a Russian Imperial that, Stout. That doesn't sound good. There to was me. a borderline. <laughs> what I the, the problem I had is there was a borderline. So okay, I was ruined with Dimatap as a child. If you were if you were sick, Dimatap. Yeah. That ruined, thing that happened. Yeah. That yeah. ruined great. To yeah, I, that ruined. And, and this had that slight medicinal quality to it. Yeah, and I, I was like, that. well, Dimatap. <laughs> I was like, I can't do yeah, it. You, I'm sorry. You, you have I'm that still- with Dimatap. Mine is the Tussin. <laughs> the well, that, okay, no, Tussin happens. Yeah, I know, <laughs> T- it does. Tussin happens. <laughs> uh, so Citronati is our next one. Oh, oh okay. So mm-hmm. I had this one earlier, so I feel like I've cheated, but... Well, I, I, had, a little, I had a little sip of that, too, because yeah. I, like, I, I was curious. That huge hop aroma. Oh, huge. yeah. But again, it's still... Um, it fits into kind of how you would expect wooden cask to do an IPA. It's not... Over the top bitter. It still has that mm. that big malt backbone to it. Malty, the citra, just oh yeah. No, that's. Uh, do you know the hot bill on this one? What they use? Citra. Oh, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> for bittering. I, I, I don't. <laughs> it's an old hot, but it checks. I don't out. think I do. Let me check okay. my notes before I say that. Um, but I don't think so. The reason I ask is that seventy six IBUs is very balanced and muted. It's, it is. It's not a. You know, we we talked about hops in our the, the Have a Drink shows last show, um, and we talked about cohumulones and and what harshness that those can kind of bring to beers. And I feel like whatever whatever's done here is a low cohumulone variety of hop. Yeah, I would say this is all the flavor is there without a lot of the. I don't know how to phrase it. I, I'm not good at phrasing it. <laughs> 
it's it, what when uh, when I started drinking craft beer, what people would call an East Coast IPA is where I would put this one. It's yes. it's I, I guess balance is the is the way that I would put it, but that's kind of a it's again, balanced a poor way to and put it. almost creamy on the tongue. I mean, not like a lactose added kind of thing, like milkshake going on, but it's Although. so balanced and smooth. Like that's really where I want to put it. And, like, and I think it's because this one's a double. So this is a what's a the ABV IPA. of this? Um, it is 8.6. Oh crap! <laughs> Seventy-six IBUs. Lowest that I'm, we had with I'm, the cider. I'm oh. catching a trend here. So yeah, everything's a little a little on the above average of what side. we picked. But yeah. you know when so when wooden cask was getting started and people were asking, well, what are you guys going to make? What kind of beer are you going to do? It was like, oh, it's it's low ABV, sessionable beers, easy drinking was kind of the thing. That's not what we drank today. Okay. <laughs> they are all very easy drinking, but none of them were low ABV. They're all high ABV, and my impression when they were first starting up was that it was going to be a real old world style mm-hmm. kind of coming out of here and some old world techniques, and they are still doing that, and I love it, but they're still like old world flavors that have come over with this that are like you taste some of these and it's hard to imagine that they've that this brewery wasn't here pre the craft explosion from the kind of stuff they're brewing so i'm not getting in the flavor but i'm getting a lot of that fuggles sorry not as much in the aroma but i get a lot of the flavor of like like the earthiness yeah yeah on that end so hmm, that's interesting I it, love it that It brings that, I mean, even as a Citra New World style beer, it's still bringing in some of the Old World hops, which is pretty yeah. cool. If he walks by again, we can snag him and figure Slide out exactly him. what's going on in this beer. <laughs> we want to know. And the cider, for that matter. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, Just bring him down with a hot I lab. think the one that has surprised me the most and that I've been the most impressed with is the cider, which I'm right. not, I'm, I would never call myself a cider guy, but... Yeah, it's, that that surprised that me at really how good. how good it was. I, yeah, I don't I think anyone sitting here would go and oh, I'm I'm quite a cider guy. No. Over there he would, but <laughs> that's not for. But that is exceptional. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think. Well, I, so I just checked into it and I said it's one of my favorite ciders, and I don't really like cider. <laughs> so yay. Yeah, we did our cider episode rather recently. And I, and I totally and cheated. I think or no, did I? Cheat you got like a cider cocktail. Yeah, it was the. Um, uh, you guys all cheat. That's all you do is cheat yeah. on your shows. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. see, that's what I do. Like I, I try to be notorious for not drinking to style or finding some way around. Oh, we're drinking this. Well, I'm going to drink something that had that added or was aged in a barrel associated Which we with have to it. Do, I think Bob's going to do on the coffee episode. <coughs> We've joked that whenever we do a tea episode, that I'm just going to end up uh, making a Long Island iced tea. <laughs> <laughs> not real. <laughs> so, when when we first started, kind of, and uh, did we really explain? We, so we just finished a show with, the, with, yeah. show with your show. It's Cincinnati history. So we've, we've been planning that for a really long time. And when we first started planning it, we didn't know that we were going to be at Wooden Cast doing it. We didn't know right. kind of where it was going to be. Um, in my head, I'm like, all right, so if we're going to do this combination show, you have to do some kind of from the beer fridge. We have to drink what we're talking about. Yeah. I was going to bring some old hootie in a can oh. and make everybody sit there and drink this. <laughs> It's Thank not, you, wooden cast. It's it's okay. actually it's actually not as bad as you guys would it, like it, it. In a pinch, I'll drink hootable. Good. Fine. No, I'm I'm talking about like seventies. Oh, like, oh, oh, gotcha, gotcha. oh. If you run it through a strainer, it's not bad. <laughs> Just say that the rust comes straight out. <laughs> so, when um, I, my thousandth check-in on Untapped, I was sitting there one night, and I was like, somebody 
pointed out that I was almost at 1,000. I'm like, all right, well, I'll get that tonight. So I drank a few beers, and then I got to the one, and I put it up on Periscope, and I said, well, what am I going to drink? And I'm looking around the house and saw the six-packs sitting there. I'm like, all right, pull it <laughs> Put it in the freezer for a little while, and it's not as bad as you would think. <laughs> so the age has done well? It, well, I wouldn't say it's done well. <laughs> a <laughs> fine cellar booty. <laughs> it, is, it is a testament to what cans bring to beer okay. you know, versus a bottle or, you know. I still have to do that episode. I um, yes. at one time on a dare cracked open a bottle of another hootie. The whatever the... It's like a tan label. I can never think of what they call it. Whatever they're, you know what I'm talking about. I've Any, seen it around. Anybody, yeah. anybody who's listening that lives in Cincinnati, you know what I'm talking about. That 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 tan and gold label. Um, tried some of that that I had sitting around. That who knows where it's been <laughs> in the decades since it ended in my basement. But it was soy saucy nastiness. Oh. It, was, it was it was absolutely terrible. But if it had been in a can, who knows? Yeah. Who knows what would have happened. Hmm. Interesting. I like that corruption. For an 11% beer, it does not drink like 11%. And I feel like I'm going to have a major hangover tomorrow because of these big beers that I wasn't (laughs) expecting. But where did this come from? (laughs) Yeah, it's not like anyone has to work tomorrow. Sorry. Sorry. But um, as far as blending that old world, new world style, you know, if, if somebody's coming in and, and you've got that one guy in the tap room who's looking and saying, oh, I want the thing with the, the most IBUs, the most um, most ABV here, and that's that's what I'm going for. And then they come in and it's a very balanced, well-made <laughs> uh, version of a European style. I, I think that's a pretty cool um, switch, bait and switch on that well, end. They're, they're, <laughs> they're doing something special here that I don't think anybody else, especially in this area, yeah, is doing. Definitely. Because they pick the style, and you're like, oh, okay, well, anyway, it's a barrel-aged beer, right. But it's a Scottish beer. It's a, you know, I, the, there's they're doing, I, I want to say basic styles, but it's not really, that, that almost... It <laughs> d- sounds dismissive. Demeans, dem- yeah. It, they're doing, they're picking a, a, a run-of-the-mill style, sort of, and they make it really, really good. Like, it's, it's just, everything is very balanced and... I don't. I didn't hate any of these. Like, yeah, I, I wasn't like the the rush or the uh, rum barrel aged um, Irish right. red wasn't perfect, but I would still drink it again. <laughs> I would. I would definitely get to any of these at any point. Uh, well, in coming off of a history episode and talking about what local pubs are supposed to be, and and like we've been talking about all day, getting almost to fifty breweries in the Cincinnati area. Mm-hmm. Here we are at a, a local brewery that's that's brewing beer that you want to come in and sit down and drink for most of the day, and yeah. you don't feel like, hey, I've I filled up on these. The carbonation level's low, so you yeah. can have a few of these without bloating up. And then you, in addition to that, it's a beer that um, will give you a bang for the buck, too. I mean, oh, yeah. it, it, you could drink three or four of these. They're dangerous. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. These are the silent killers, yeah. Yeah. Like these are going to creep up on you. You could be here drinking an eleven percent beer, and you you could put down pints, several pints <laughs> right. of corruption. Not even know. <laughs> and yeah, you don't even know until you probably go to stand up and go. Oh wow, I need to call a lift. <laughs> but let me stand say, like, here, take these kids. Yeah, burn these. But for the corruption, can I say I do? I re- now after we talked about it, I really wish they had like a barbecue food truck here or something. Oh like, yeah, yeah. really good with bar- Oh well, my god! But it, like again, you you talk about like drinking something way faster than you probably would if you knew right food can sometimes throw a wrench in all that and you you've got a big barbecue sandwich and a corruption 
you're going to drink that corruption way faster than you yep, would true. knowing that yep. it's high alcohol. So That's true. But yeah, I'm, I was pleasantly surprised with a lot of because we'd only had the corruption before. And, of course, when we got here and we did our show, I had the uh, Citronati, which lovely name, lovely name still. Um, but I, I, and I really like that. Blown away by the cider. Like, I would recommend that cider to anyone. I'm getting more and more like apple skins. I just went back and tried it. More apple skins and not just the... The seed outlaw, yeah. It's, it's not just green apple aroma, but it, you, you taste there's, the there's like, so bruised involved. apple almost. There's so yeah. much involved with every single one of these drinks. That's, I think that's very key is, is it's not one note. Whatever is no, going yeah. on here, everything that we've tasted has been fairly um, broad in the number of flavors that you could you find in that one. Even if it's a simple style, there's a lot of things coming through on that one style. And I don't think anything, the ones that we're drinking now are definitely outside of your normal style guidelines that the BJCP or somebody out there would would put out. But I think the base styles are sticking within those. They're just really good examples instead of the super simple examples, one malt, one hop, and, and yeah. we're done, that we've seen in the past. Well, you, you walk into a lot of breweries now, and there's a lot of beers that are very similar to each other. And mm-hmm. you know, it's mm-hmm. uh, not to call out Ryan Geist, but everybody gives them shit for brewing a lot of pale ales, a yeah. lot of single hop pale ales, a lot of IPAs and not to call them out and not to give them shit for it because what they do is, is really <laughs> great. But you come into a place like this and it's the, the opposite of the spectrum where everything is like this really different idea and watching them, yeah. come to life and yeah it is so it is like separate ideologies going on so it's over at Ryan guys everyone can complain I'm one of them who's complained about it in the past but they do the style well right like it's they don't do it a disservice whereas you come here and they do a large spectrum very well right. year round like that's the, there's not like oh this is this stout is seasonal it'll be gone and we'll be back down to not having a stout no they have a stout and they've had corruption on draft here yeah Constantly, I'm pretty sure. I was going to say, and that, that's more impressive to me, really, if you're making a whole bunch of styles and you're doing them all well. Yeah. But, well, I mean, it brings up some other questions. Let's let's take a really quick break because on my show we have to do a commercial. <laughs> um, and, what to do a commercial? And, Commercials? And, sponsors? What are those? And, well, it, you guys want to know a secret? A commercial gives you a time to get up and go pee, get another beer. <laughs> Maybe we need that after. Um, There's always a run to the bathroom at the end of the show. <laughs> yeah. So let's do that really quick, and then I've got a couple questions, kind of a uh, a Cincinnati perspective, or a non-Cincinnati perspective on what's going on in Cincinnati and what's going on here and what they're doing right, what they're doing wrong. So, um, yeah, we'll be back. Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincecraft. need to be an uptight. Beer, beer is about to have fun. The dream the dream is definitely the fact that we went from homebrewing in a garage to where we are today, right? That is that is the dream. Where we go from here, we're going to we're going to continue to figure out as we grow. Uh, we uh, and we don't know the answer. I don't know the answer. And you have more fun <laughs> with your clothes on? I don't think so. <laughs> we're listening to Cincy Brewcast voice of Cincy Craft. 
This is Steve Shaw. This is Eric Bosler. Hi, my name is Gamal Nagy. Hey, y'all. This is Sean Willingham. This is Brett Coleman Baker. Hi, I'm Scott LaFollette. Hi, this is Evan Rouse. Cellar Dweller Craft Beers. Darkness Brewing. Rivertown Brewing Company. Admissible Brew Works. Urban Artifact Brewing. Blank Slate Brewing. Braxton Brewing Company in Covington, Kentucky. In Cincinnati. In Northside. In Hamilton, Ohio. Bellevue, Kentucky. Mar, Ohio. You're listening to Cincy Brewcast. Cincy Brewcast. And you're listening to Cincy Brewcast. The voice. The voice. The voice of Cincy Craft. <laughs> Hi, this is Mike Stokes from Cincy Brew Bus. Cincinnati's craft beer scene is growing, and we want to take you to those locations. Here at Cincy Brew Bus, we love to introduce people to craft beer here locally in Cincinnati. We have an amazing craft beer scene. We have lots of routes to choose from and a lot of different places we can visit. Cincy Brew Bus is Cincinnati's premier and original craft brewery tour. We're the number one rated tour for breweries on TripAdvisor. We're the number one rated food and drink experience on TripAdvisor. And we're also the number two total tour overall on TripAdvisor here for Cincinnati. At Cincy Brew Bus, we provide a VIP tour experience for the novice and for the expert craft beer drinker. We like to take you out, show you how the beer is made, tell you about Cincinnati's rich brewing history, and at the same time, have fun, do some trivia, and drink some locally made fresh craft beer. I look at I look at the Bud Light drinkers out there as a you know a forest and harvester. They're all out there and, and they don't know any better yet, but they will. You don't you don't ever hear somebody say, Yeah, I used to drink that craft beer crap. But I, <laughs> I went back to my Bud Light. You don't hear that, do you? No, you don't. You're listening to Cincy Brickcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. <laughs> We're back. Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. At least I finally changed the music to something a little different than that one. It's, I am, it's still not ideal. I need to... It's still I a little bit of a downer, but it's not that little, what was it, like country? It was like some kind of bluesy country riff kind of thing. I don't know. It just was like coming into like a second or third act. It, it was just like so down. And for so long, <laughs> like, I really need to change that. I really need to change <laughs> that. a lot of weeks that I said that. <laughs> I started going. hooked up with music. My, my brother-in-law is the one who did our music, and I can... No, it's it's That's not the down. hook up with the music. It's the t- I, the music is easy. I just need the time to do it. Yeah, <laughs> right. That's fair. I understand that. Yeah, it was. Yeah, children make things very interesting. Trent. Oh. <laughs> Baby I, gnomes who so, is adorable. Any so, pictures we ever see online. Her birthday oh, yeah. is coming up very quickly. Oh. And I was thinking that actually the other day when we was like, it's Valentine's it. Day. Yeah. So. Where I got up the other morning, and I was, sometimes I catch her in the morning awake. Sometimes I catch her sleeping. But I, she woke up the other morning, and I, you know, brought her out in the living room. We're sitting there playing for a minute before work, and I said, "All right, Melly, I, I said her name on the air. No, I'm, I'm ruining things now. But anonymity is going out the window. But I said, Melly, you know, Daddy's got to go to work. I said, you know, bye. And I gave her a kiss, and she looked, she's like, bye. Oh, good girl. And she patted me on the head. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> You were the pets. It's, it's like, all right, you win. <laughs> <laughs> That's 
amazing. We're having a sick day today. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's the, like the, the honest side of it is like it is hard. like I'm I'm late for work if she is awake because oh. man, it is hard to leave when she's up and she's in a good mood and she's playing and she's talking and she's yeah, it's it's tough. We had a similar experience recently when we were cat, cat. sitting. <laughs> but no, it was not the same. But no, it's like the cat would be there. Bye bye, Fluffy. Meow. Not the same. Our friend Emily's cat, Momo, and we would get up in the morning, and Momo would wake up and come in there and lay in front of us. And Momo had this way of just flopping over quite tummy deliberately time. on her side. Is like, no, you're going to rub my stomach. Like it, it is tummy time, and you are going to give me tummy time before you go anywhere. Yeah, we're like, there- well, all right. <laughs> Nothing beats like you know you you make this arrangement with your wife where. Like, all right, you know, she sleeps through the night, but she's going to get up, you know, early. If it's a weekend and you want to sleep in, you've got to make that that deal ahead of time. Are you sleeping this day? You sleep in this day. And so it's your day. Your wife gets up with the baby and you're all curled up and you're going back to sleep. And then from the other room, you hear, Dada? 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 God damn it, I gotta get up. <laughs> like, there is no way you can stay in bed with that. Can't resist the call. You are being no, summoned. It's, it's a summoning from the boss. <laughs> the, the real boss. So, back to talking about beer. Right. <laughs> um, I want to kind of understand, so, uh, you know, Casey and Justin, you guys are not Cincinnati people, and... Despite what my hat would lead you to believe. <laughs> right. Despite how hat. much you guys talk about Braxton on your show. Um, half of your show is not Cincinnati. That's two of our influence. <laughs> um, so we talked a little bit about how wonderful everything is here at Wooden Cask. What are they doing wrong, if you can put it that way? You know, you, you, Ryan Geist does one thing very well, and everybody talks about him. And then you've got a place like this that spreads things out into this huge realm of things and people not that they're doing something wrong is the wrong way to put it but people they, they aren't talked about the way that a place like Ryan Geister Madry is why? I don't know like, I'm trying to think about that actually because when you said it was like it, it may be that they do a lot of stuff that is very good but maybe and I've not had the whole menu but from the sample I've had they do stuff that's really good but I don't know if they've got anything that like that but you know they don't have a flagship essentially to right. hang their hat on that gives you some notoriety that, that gets you to try the other stuff um, in the case of uh, I've got a buddy that works down at a brewery down in Lexington and I when we sat down to record I checked up real quick and I was like oh they're releasing this Baba today, Yaga Baba Yaga today and I was like that's that's kind of like when I think that I think when I think of that brewery Ethereal I go oh they've got Baba Yaga right. great brewery that was on my uh, radar as well I wanted to attend that release but again we scheduled this so far in advance that all of us were just like ah crap this stuff got scheduled after we scheduled it but we're all just taking a big so, bite out of that so I mean and that's the thing like, you, you, know, you guys are probably like they've been here for a couple of years and I was like how have they been here a couple of years? And I've it's not a been little, little over a year. A little over a year. Yeah. Okay. But it was like, the end of been, 2016. How have they been here this long and I've not heard of them? Mm. Like, because I'm, I'm up here not all the time, but... More frequently I, than before. That's yeah. Sure. Uh, show, show things bring me up this way. Uh, well, you're... And you, you, you have a far less of a drive than Casey does. Like yeah. An hour, hour and a half-ish. Yeah. You know? Is it just... Is it, is it the flashiness? Like, do people have to have something that's bright and shiny that gets people... 
So let's let's set expectations and let's set what are you would have as a goal of your your brewery. Do you want to be that brewery that that everybody out there is saying, "Hey, go! You have to go there," and then your brewery turns into the place that has the long lines every well, Friday afternoon. But I don't think those two have to go together. Not necessarily. I mean, you can be successful, but you can also provide a standard. Uh, very good product that is up to the brewer's expectations and up to the drinker's expectations more more importantly um, that is it, it can be something that you're not necessarily out there throwing out babiagas you're not throwing out double Russian imperial stouts and and all of these crazy 9000 IBU uh, <laughs> imperial IPAs uh, any of those who logs and, and that's that's the thing unfortunately you you have these two two sides of the news right now, and that is, you have your Lady Gaga's that go and dress in a bacon dress, and mm, and bacon. That was you, know, <laughs> and, you beat me this time. <laughs> and they're out there doing these crazy things, but you look at the little intricate things that really show, hey, they're they're well put together. <laughs> On the other side. There, there's it's two extremes, and, and so let's. I, I think there's this big push of a brewery needs to be able to say everybody knows about us to be successful. I think a brewery needs to have a tribe and a tribe of loyal followers that that are saying, "Hey, this is my place. This is where I need to be." Um, if I were to make one suggestion for Wooden Cask, it would be get a. Uh, Get a table for <laughs> shuffleboard. <laughs> that's like that's like a personal thing what? for our Cause, show because we shuffle, yo. But that's that is a good point though here too is that they don't have any kind of yeah. they, they probably have board, the, games. They have board games. Yes, yeah. and we were hearing people yeah. earlier during the thing playing uh, what I can Jenga? see from here. Uh, sorry. Oh, not sorry, sorry, not sorry. Um, uh, Connect four. Sorry, not sorry. Four. Not Either even way. close, game no. wise. Well, like, pretty <laughs> sneaky, sis. Yeah. And just took it as apologize, I guess. I don't know. But like, okay, so much like a podcast, <laughs> the tribe that you have is important, and I would understand that. But even okay, even us living here, though, we don't get to hear a lot about this brewery, which is unfortunate. Um, well, that's kind of why we wanted to come here was yeah. for this. Like we we've want- been here once, and that was for the corruption release of in bottles. Um, leads me to a question of would like a place like this or some other you know starting. Do you need a, a good? This gets into annoying business things, but do you need like a good marketing? You need a gimmick. I think they need. <laughs> do you need a gimmick, or do you need some kind of like you know good marketing push to say, hey, this is our thing? They you need know, like a big social media push, right. or something. You know, this Braxton's is... got their their garage theme. You know, right, that's right. Kind of their their the... gimmick. Their their beers are named after that. You've got. Um, and Braxton has the Covington Pride thing too, because they're about yeah. that neighborhood. Uh, you know, Wooden Cask has more ties to Newport in their names than uh, yeah. anybody yeah. else in Newport. So I mean, like, how? Like, it's not that. I mean, maybe there just aren't craft beer drinkers running around Newport like in it droves is. that live here. Maybe, maybe, that, maybe that's what it is. And I, I do want to like preface that, that oh and I, well, I guess now not preface because it's not coming before anyway I do want to say that, <laughs> postface. Uh, I do want to say that all that is coming from like I hadn't had any other stuff before today and I'm like this is great I need more of this in yeah. my right. life the attention to the craft is great here like again like well, you've heard us for the past hour just going on and on about these beers but they are all really solid if not I mean 
not exactly true to style, but what they're doing is really good. And I don't, like, you have some places that will bark and bark, and you'll see, you'll hear all about all these beers, and then you try it, and you're like, that is really under what I expected. Yeah. Whereas you come in here, and everything is over your expectations. Like, it is, everything is so much better than anything you could have expected. And as far as, like, a theme and aesthetic that they go for in here, it, it is very like walking into a cask cellar. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's very much what they're going for. There are gigantic barrels you, on the other side of the tap room. You walk down like you're going to a <laughs> you cellar. Are, you are literally walking into a cellar. And it's it like is, three steps. Come on. Yeah, but <laughs> it's, it's, it's a mentality. Of like you're, There's a wheelchair. <laughs> but I mean, a long one for three I steps. just, you know, I, I don't know if it's like, is it in, is it in the wrong spot? Like, would the would a place like this do better in a different neighborhood? I, I think, I, and I don't want to. I don't want to make it sound like where I'm saying they they don't do well because they do. But I I'm just, sure, yeah. I, it, it frustrates me to see some of these places that people aren't talking about, and people. So there, well, are, you know, there are fifty, almost fifty breweries in the greater Cincinnati area now, and yeah, it's, it's hard opt- to get too that, many options. Hard to get that front of of face that you know. Even if you go to the cooler section in your local bodega, whatever. Um, you go in and you say, "Hey, I'm let not me see- sure if I have a local bodega." Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say. What, what would classify as a bodega? Is, right? jungle, is jungle Jim's a bodega? With Marty's, <laughs> definitely not. World's <laughs> largest bodega. Marty's hops on vine was, is that probably a bodega? Could you consider it? <laughs> so you go in and you you look at the doors that are for local, and there's there it, it's like they've said for a long time, it's Skewmageddon. Well. Uh, you've got all of these breweries that are coming out with products that are there on the shelf. And no no product on this list, except for maybe the corruption, um, screams out, oh my goodness, I'm going to go tell my friends about this. And they have to go and taste that amazingly well-balanced Irish Red Ale. I mean, well, no, and, uh, that's and that's—I think—that's what's crazy. It's like, it, yeah, it, when I when I first my first instinct of you know what did I try today that I want to tell people, and that's the cider. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, this is great. Everybody who's everybody who's going to the store to get a cider, they need to try this one. I'm like, oh, oh yeah, nobody is going to the store, store. and buying a cider. Like yeah. this is the best cider being made in Cincinnati. But you have to come here to get it. To, but to but and again to what to what end? Like yes, they you you made the best cider. Now, who's going out and finding that cider and drinking that cider? How do you get those people that might want a cider to latch onto that? And like I, and and and, and I think we—I don't remember if it was this episode or last episode—but it goes back to it's all blurs it's a lot of beer <laughs> education. <laughs> a few hours, and, and you you do have to do a lot more education side. So maybe the outreach isn't isn't looking for that average twenty-two to twenty-six-year-old beer drinker out there who's. Who's saying, "Hey, I'm here with with a bunch of friends, and we're going to go out there." Maybe it's the the guy who grew up drinking Budweiser, and he really doesn't want to necessarily switch over into craft beer, but he he sees this stuff going on. It's a way for him to interact with his kids. You know, you bring that patron in here, and it's not, you know, it's more. This guy's age just went drastically <laughs> different for me as this this, this <laughs> scenario was being like. Oh, like some some like college kid. Oh, he's like fifty. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> you you bring in that market because this is this is very much um, I don't want to be sexist or anything, but it's very much like all the rich wood and it's a man cave type of feel to me. And, and so you kind of bring that, my that wife, feel in here. Uh, that's a bad joke. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say my wife likes wood too. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, I understand the temptation. I, I'm, I'm going to get in I'm trouble in for that boat. one because I'm, I'm going to leave boat. it in. <laughs> I understand that temptation for low hanging fruit. It's it's, it's it's easy jokes, but I, I like the I like the aesthetic. It, it's it's kind of polished on the side of of you know we we're very rich in heritage. We also have a lot of wood aged beers, yeah. and you know so that that actually would would add a lot of. They, of they carried their benefit. theme very well. Yeah. It seemed, and on, yeah, when you walk in. Like it's got this. It's not not dark, but like it's warm. Like, a, like, like okay, as soon warm. as like so today is and today is a perfect day to come to a place this like dreary, this because yeah. it's dreary, it's gray, it's it's a, it's, 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 it's a nasty, it's it's Cincinnati. And you it's come like into it, the, they, they need and a then fireplace. As soon as you step, yeah. they don't need a fireplace for you. Feel like there is a fireplace. Mm-hmm. That's true, that's true. Like you walk in and all of a sudden it's yeah. like ah. Oh. You don't need a fireplace because everything in our flight is like <laughs> over nine percent. But, but you know what they do need? I feel like with, with because of the the atmosphere and the tones of the wood and everything else, I feel like there needs to be like a cigar corner. That's exactly what I was going to go for. <laughs> oh, Give me some yes. big leather chairs. Yeah, but and like a cigar you, room. Can you do that in this county? Wait, no. Uh, wait, we're yeah. on, no. not in Kentucky. We're in this. We're, we're in it's, it's by county. In Kentucky, in Campbell County. So, so I, but but by county. So in Northern Kentucky here, like I know there is one county you can, one county you cannot. I mean, yeah, I know, I know, and I don't know how it works. Yeah, so I know in my neck of the woods, yeah, sure. Yeah, uh, actually, no. My original neck of the woods, no. My where I live now, it it is it is forbidden. You cannot smoke indoors. But back home, yeah, no. Well, I'm anymore. fairly confident that you can't here because I don't know of any other place like right but, around here. Probably the not. They, but the but, way they get around that, knowing the heavy tobacco usage, they like here's our nice. Here's our warmed porch. It's like Here's the, our nice, the, the, not permanent construction. Yeah, <laughs> like the, the kind of tent room, yeah, essentially. Yeah. Which very is like nice what, tent doors. Uh, like Jeff Ruby's downtown has kind of, because right. it's not really like a room. It's like a third floor like, cigar bar or something. Well, it, no, it's just outside. It's like a patio, so, but it's a downtown. covered patio. I don't know if you guys yeah. have ever been out to Eastgate's Jungle Gyms. Yes. yes. Have you seen their cigar I have not been spot? able to find it yet. Okay, so in the back of the store, like the, the back little like express parking lot. How close is it to the to the foreign candy that's my, uh, my I've, how I, I have no idea where the foreign candy is in Eastgate I don't go okay. to Eastgate that's the fake jungle gyms Fairfield's the real okay, jungle no, gyms but, jungle, but Eastgate's still great Eastgate's because of red nice. sesame so <laughs> so, again, so they have in the back of the store like this pavilion that they built and it's it's a pavilion so it's 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 a it's a roof and legs with garage doors so, like, in the winter, it all seals up, oh. and it's not permanent construction, so yeah. you can still smoke in it legally in Ohio. Nice. But this is, this is what Casey was saying, garage doors. Yeah. Just open those I up. I mean, so. it's, but it's, it's, it's brilliantly built mm-hmm. because it's, yeah. it gets Worms. by that long. <laughs> well, see, and, and, and this brewery back in the back the there has a garage door. Garage doors. But but that's actually a loading dock. Look yeah, at their know, parking so. lot. Like, how many breweries in Cincinnati have a parking lot? Oh, Nobody has a parking you could, lot like you that. You could get a little something it was going like, on. like Christmas coming in going, we can park somewhere? I set up cornhole out there. No joke. <laughs> like, but, okay, so we were at Braxton last night, and, and he and I have been to, uh, unfortunately, only once, we have been to Nine Giant, which was amazing. And we had to park like a block away yeah, at and, some random school, and yeah, we're like, yeah, yeah. I don't know if we can park here. And it's like, well, we're going to shoot for it, and hopefully we don't get towed. No, this place reminds me of Nine Giant in that they're doing things quite well. Uh, of course, Nine Giant has the benefit of also having food, so that, that's nice. But um, but the location kind of sucks. And you 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 have to park just you just, you know good luck essentially it's, it's GLHF here, it's, for parking. 
I have not seen a parking spread this like is this nuts. anywhere. Yeah. You have in an town. actual parking lot at a brewery, which is huge, insanity. Huge parking Even lot. Even at Mad Tree, who technically has a parking lot, but you wouldn't know it if you actually go there at five o'clock on a weekday. Yeah. <laughs> or the, any the, other day. The trick is with a lot of these places is timing. So right. Nine Giant, you get there right before five. Yes. Everybody's leaving work. You're getting there, you take the street spot, you might have to pay for an hour at, at a meter, and then you're good. Yeah. Mad Tree again. You get there what? right before everybody leaves <laughs> Between work. Between lunch and dinner. You, you yeah. park your spot yeah. right there and you're good. Yeah, Ironically, actually. God yeah. help you if you park in the Crossroads parking lot oh, because luck. they will tow you. Yes. Will. You may and you may you could get away with like parking at Kroger and just taking a good hike, you know, over to Mad Tree. <laughs> that's a pretty good um, hike. <laughs> I feel like that's like backpack and uh, yeah. you you get a water bottle and you get a, you go get a water like, hike no. Kroger spikes. and you come back. You the coming back is the hard part. So everybody else agree? When I was yeah. when I was a teenager and anybody living in Cincinnati will understand what I'm talking about here. So Bogarts. Mm-hmm. There oh, used yeah. to be all- there used to be the Kroger right by Bogarts where yep. you, you were not allowed to park if you were not a customer of Kroger. So right. I'm a teenager, I'm probably seventeen years old at the time. I'm like, all right, we're not paying for parking. We we're <laughs> we're gonna figure this out. So we parked at Kroger. We went in Kroger and we bought water and we drank our water and then we left and we went to our show. And then we are all right. And then we're going to go back to Kroger and buy again. So we're customers twice. Has to work. So we walk to Kroger. Car's gone. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) And I still to this day would really like to argue that with somebody because I feel like I was right. You you show them a receipt. (laughs) I I bought from here. I am a customer. I I was a customer twice. I'm a long-term customer. (laughs) I would have laid the receipt. But the the sign did not say there was a time limit on this customerdom. So. I would have argued that, and I would have actually laid the receipt on the dash Dashboard. with the time it that was, you right. yeah. highlighted. It, it, we had to call my parents and get somebody to take us to the place <laughs> where my car was because we didn't know where it was. It was it turned into a whole thing. Oh, man. Yeah. So, so there was the, no laying receipts anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing that I think that um, breweries good concert, though. <laughs> on this side of the river could definitely do with is the brewery-distillery combination. Mm. Even if you separate it by a wall and do the official, okay, we're two separate entities, but we technically operate underneath the same roof. <laughs> two separate two separate entities. However, there's a door. You can just walk through. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know exactly what the rules are, but if I were a wooden cask, if I were yeah. heavily focused on wood, I would be out there doing, like, pecan-aged <laughs> bourbon or, you know, something. Nobody, nobody heavily focused on wood jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Waiting for it. I was wondering like where we're going with this. We were, we were trying to clean it up a little. <laughs> it's since you broadcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. We got an explicit tag. <laughs> but the new new laws allow for really good uh, spread of distilled products and your bond payment. Now I don't know what it used to be. It was probably like I don't know, ten grand, fifty grand, something maybe a hundred grand. I don't know what the bond you had to put down, but now it's much reduced if you're a small craft distiller. So I just, I wonder why there, there has to be more to it than that, the why we're not seeing that. So right. when, when, when eight ball and new riff were going, they were, they, yes, they were the same company, but they were very separate from each other and yeah. you never saw that crossover at all. And then even, you know, you've got what March 1st distills and brews and yes. that's it. In a, in why? A, it's a very crowded market up here for beer. So, yeah, why not branch out just a little why? bit and get into that, that distilled beer? Well, you had, thing, especially in Kentucky, like, yeah. what are you I mean, doing? You can, you can still say <laughs> like we're a Kentucky bourbon. We're a, you, yeah. know, you can still have that tag. Hamilton when, had a craft distillery. I, I loosely use the term craft because I knew someone who went in there and said, oh, God, you walked in and looked at 
the shape of the shelves and like that there's rust and like grime. In Hamilton? And, yes. It no. was like there was a distillery. <laughs> no, no, no. Where, where are you talking about? In I Hamilton? can't remember. It's like off the top of my head, I do not remember, but I know someone who lives in Hamilton who went in there and they were making like not a whiskey, but it was like more of a moonshine kind of place. Right. And said that you look aesthetic then. You looked at <laughs> you looked at the possible health, You looked at the health code <laughs> violations probably going on at what you could see, and you immediately turned and walked out. Said you did not want to purchase anything there, and they've since closed. Whatever. It's, not remember the name of it. That's going to bother me. But he said it's closed and gone now. I don't know if they were operating kind of illegally, and that's why they closed. Yeah, I don't recall seeing anybody legally in uh, Hamilton. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's the point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I just I, I wonder why you don't see more. So there's a place right up behind Rheingeist. Um, they were originally called Henry Street. Now they're Northern Row. Mm. They brewery distillery been working on it forever they've got they've had equipment in the space for i don't know a year and a half at this point and they're still not open and i don't know why i don't i don't i don't yeah that's a long time to not be pumping out product i i just i don't know i don't i don't know if it's more difficult than people understand to get both sides of things i don't know if there's somebody that uh, i Who's done it successfully? Making you jump through some hoops again. We March first, March first did it. But well, and and then you got pushing both because we saw over at Party Source slash New Riff slash yeah. Eight Ball. One of those had to go. <laughs> yeah. to one of them. Up. One of them went. I don't one know the, they yeah. had to go. One of them made money, and that's <laughs> that's that's probably something that I don't know that I want to talk. Hot button, <laughs> hot button issue. Hot button issue. Sorry. Because like it, it, it bothers me a lot that you can't make both of those things happen. And I get why you wouldn't want to as a business person. I get that 100%. But I think the well, distilling side is probably a lot more difficult because you have the... I mean, I, I don't know. We, especially on a new riff scale. They're doing some they're massive things. They're doing crazy stuff. Really I guess they're that more that yesterday. way now. But yeah. and, and, and they went through the trouble... Cause, so in Kentucky, you have the problem of not only the issues that come along with, or not issues, but like the stuff that's involved with distilling, um, and like having to age things, but yeah. you Where? have the bourbon trail part in Kentucky that you, so which would New Riff got on board uh, with, but screw, the they're on, screw the trail. Well, they're it's, on it's the probably a, trail. a bit of pressure for them. So. They are um, on the craft. Kind of going trail. going back in time a little bit, if somebody can... So, we were talking a little bit. So, this is Randy, who owns and makes everything here. Sorry. Oh, nice. <laughs> we, we were talking a little bit earlier. Um, what questions did we have? The, the cider? Citra, so, Citronati. And the, and the Citronati. Um, hot bill on that. So, of course, Citra. But there's a little bit more earthiness, I think, to that. Is there... On that side, um, Bravo is the main bittering hop, um, and then there's um, Centennial Nugget and Dry okay. Hop with all uh, Citra. Awesome, yeah. In the flavor, so we didn't pick it up a whole lot in the aroma, but in the flavor, we got a lot of that earthiness. So um, it's probably Nugget or something along those yeah, lines. Nugget. It's, it's nice. Uh, if you use a lot of it, you get a good, good dank. You know, if you use kind of a moderate amount, you just get a nice, good, clean bitterness. So yeah. that's what we're going for with that one, though. Nice Great. clean, yeah. Nice clean bitterness <laughs> and uh, you know, good aroma of the citra. So nice. Um, 
and the cider, I think, was uh, yes. what what wine, what barrel, what, what wine barrels barrel? was they? Uh, so those are the punchins, the big um, mm-hmm. our 132 gallon uh, okay. punchins. Cherrywood, and those uh, no, those are uh, Hungarian oak. Okay, um, oh, they okay. were. Um, um, Napa Valley. Um, I actually bought those from um, uh, the guy in Oklahoma. Uh, he bought too many of them, and that's <laughs> true. So, I, the, uh, nice grab that came yeah. out there. But yeah. so those are the giant barrels that are still over there on the other side that we saw. Correct. Yeah. So oh. we we have a, a a cider kind of always aging in there. Oh, um, oh yes. And then the uh, so four of them is a fifteen barrel batch. So it kind of works out perfectly. Ooh, nice. The, uh, and so we have a. Um, a barley wine um, or an English old ale. We're kind of going to go back and forth between those two um, for aging in those. And, but the cider will always be in there. And we were talking a little bit more earlier about the Reformation versus the corruption and, and the big jump in ABV that you see between the two. So do you soup up that Reformation recipe to kind of get it, or is it barrel that, no, that, that brings that's, it through? No, um, so the, the, the barrel age. Um, so those, yeah. it's, it's our Reformation aged in um, bourbon barrels. And you, it's kind of the norm, um, about two and a half to three percent okay. um, uptake in alcohol from the the, the nice. bourbon left in the barrel. So that's so. still that's the same recipe, just it, thrown over there. Same recipe. When people accurately represent the alcoholists. <laughs> 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 oh yeah, it's just a percent, half percent. You know. <laughs> so, are you all going to continue trying to use like uh, a specific distillery's barrels for that? Because it was Buffalo Trace barrels the first time around. So you're going to keep trying to source from Buffalo Trace, or is it just going to be wherever you can get them from? Well, I would like to source from one place, but <laughs> so you really can. So we, we, we kind of have to go with whoever we can get at the I time. I was going to say, the reality is you, guys, you guys are right here in Newport. You would think that New Riff would uh, be just jumping on that and helping you guys out a little bit more. Than have they got uh, Yeah, so I, I've already talked to the, the head distiller, um, and when New Riff um, starts... Um, Pouring their own liquid. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll start working with huh. them. Um, we're actually doing a lot of small batch stuff um, in um, trying to get the, uh, the, the recipe that they use um, to, you know, for the, for the, to, the bourbon to, uh, to taste good as a beer. Yeah. Um, okay. So we're trying to work out some different um, hop, hop bills and things like that. Mm-hmm. And, so, and then we'll, we'll take that beer that's made with kind of with the same percentages uh, as the, the bourbon and then age it in those used bourbon barrels. So, so I, I know that, that some of these beers here are engaged at certain audiences or whatever, but what, what's kind of your go-to? What's your favorite beer style? What's your everyday drinker? So usually I would say the one in my hand. But <laughs> working with power tools today, so no beer in hand. <laughs> the, uh, so it, it depends on how I feel that day. You know, the, I mean, yesterday it was all about the porter. You know, I was just drinking the porter. Um, the Yorkshire, the English pub ale. That's mm-hmm. one I probably drink more of, just because it's a you know a little bit lower ABV. And yeah. and when you're you know here. You know, 10, 12 hours, you tend to have a few of them. So, so the, way we, the way some of us started our morning this day. So. <laughs> not right now, but. <laughs> so not to take up, a, like, a lot of your time, because as you're saying you've got stuff to do. You're, like, you're roaming around here. So have you all thought of, we were talking earlier about distribution in the area, and since it's not over the river yet, have you thought about uh, the Kentucky Proud? Uh, uh, the Kentucky Proud thing. So if it's distributed only in uh, Kentucky, 
And then eventually, even if you're using new rift barrels, that is, again, a Kentucky product. And you can double down on that Kentucky proud thing as something that's only made here in Kentucky. Are you trying to make sure I don't get this over? <laughs> hey, we're just pushing Kentucky proud because we're I mean, Kentucky. Well, it, it, we, we looked at the Kentucky proud. It, 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 it's, and for people who don't know, it's a little basically little symbol that you can put on there um, saying that you're, most of the ingredients come from you know, or, or the product that's made here in Kentucky. Um, I don't know. It, it wasn't something that we were, you know, too... Yeah. Because we are um, going to start doing some uh, distribution in Ohio, uh, probably in March. <laughs> cool. That, but, yeah, Ooh. A new... Yeah. Oh, shit. I just, <laughs> that was Oops. top secret. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> Don't worry. It's not for... Oh. Yeah. <laughs> are you guys talking about who you're signing with to make that happen, or...? <laughs> it's not my fault we're on the air <laughs> yeah. um, so there's a new distributor that's starting up and uh, and will be one of the brands that that they carry so um, it's about as much as I can go with well that. again with the Kentucky thing you got to say um, we're really happy because the four of us are from southeastern Kentucky mm-hmm. and there are very few bottle shops down there and it was really surprising to see you all ahead of, say, Mad Tree, pushing down into these very rural areas and getting out there with your beer on draft and everything in places where there are zero, well, could you call it like a half craft brewery down there? <laughs> uh, yeah, something like that. He's, a, he's like a barrel. So yeah, like, he, he's got a barrel, we'll like one barrel, some, one barrel production. So, we'll yeah. brew something occasionally, but other than yeah. that, they have no access to good local yeah. craft beer. Yeah. So stuff coming from up here is the most they ever get. And you all are one of the first craft beers they are getting down there. And it is like when we went back home around the holidays and saw it on draft, we were extremely excited because we're like, we just live like two miles from them. That is great. Yeah. So that's one of the things. So right now we distribute in Kentucky only. And, um, to you know, try to get some production going, we were uh, working with our distributor here, which is Heidelberg, um, and trying to get it um, all over and focus on some of the areas that, like I said, aren't really um, covered by most most breweries. So, and, um, we we were happy to be um, you know seeing people checking in and things like that from. Um, from those, what some people call podunk areas, but we call it podunk too. Yeah, we'll call it that. Yeah. <laughs> No, so, we, yeah. yeah, we've enjoyed that. Nice. All right. We won't, we won't keep your time too much dedicated to this. We'll let you get back to your power tools. We'll but. try to not keep you in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're, we're building a bar upstairs as well. Um, oh. So maybe that next time. It, it's for um, like private events and stuff Some like more that. breaking news. <laughs> I mean, damn it. I <laughs> well... I we talked about this a little bit earlier, but I will I will say to you, to especially to your face, this is the best cider that I've had come out of Cincinnati so far. I I, I I'm excited to see people kind of dig into what cider can be. So that is what. Can you talk a little bit about that cider and talk a little bit about it? Because you know we're just trying to find some dairy no. things. No, no. All no. secrets behind <laughs> top secret. <laughs> secret. No, we've been gushing about it. We've all yeah. loved it. So the, the barrel aged one, or there's the standard. So this the is the barrel aged, okay, yeah. yeah. So uh, the barrel aged one actually is it is our standard cider um, aged in the the, the punchins, and, and that's something that a lot of people don't do um, is aging, and, and it's not mm-hmm. just the effect of the barrel. Um, which there are some flavors in there, but um, the cider itself really should you know be aged you know five six months before 
um, it goes out. Let it go through a, a malolactic rest. Yeah, and the, kind uh, of get that acidity to soften yeah. up a little bit. Yeah. And, and so a lot of... Uh, a lot of people you don't have to name names, or <laughs> <laughs> but it, but it's being treated like a beer. You know, it, it, it's done with fermentation. You chill it, you filter it, it's done. And so, um, the uh, that's how you know our normal cider. Then it just we treat it just like a beer. But then half of the you know the, the actually full size batch of that we uh, will let it set and age for you know six months in the barrel and and. Kind of soften and you know become a really nice, flavorful beer or, or cider. So oh. it's it's wonderful. Yeah. I yes, blew me away. It's first time I've gotten to try it. So cider, right. yes. Yeah. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> you can pretend like you've been here the whole time. Yes. I love the cider. Sorry, well, I don't like cider. And I love the cider. <laughs> well, thank you very much. Um, if if I see you before I take off here, I'll, I'll be sure to stop by and say. Goodbye again. <laughs> Thank, Thank you very you much. So much. Thank you. Thank I you. appreciate you stopping over for a second. Oh, yeah. So that answered a couple of the questions. It did. Very much. It also opened up a whole nother, uh, so, <laughs> yeah. whole nother batch. <laughs> Got really quiet for a second as everybody waved everybody, goodbye. Yeah, we <laughs> <went by laughs> so someone else could feel time and realized we're all silent. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, we can sit here and guess all day long on what these things are, are going on inside the, the beers or the ciders. And it's so great to have that person yeah. nearby that can actually explain, here's what it was was going well, through my mind. And it's a good point that just the aging on the cider, like there really isn't anybody else that's aged any of their cider yet. I wonder. Yeah. We, know, mm. we uh, talked to a couple places about clearly that. Clearly they should, yeah. Yeah, malic, malic acid is, is very um, aggressive and the lactic, the malolactic fermentation allows it, there, there's special bacteria that you can kind of use to, to switch those two out for each other, basically. And, and so being able to do that, it definitely... Um, you can do the process fairly speedily with with the added bacteria, but it also will happen naturally. So it's nice to see that, that he's kind of letting this this go the course it needs to go. Uh, well, I mean, you made cider. I mean, cider was made to age, so you could have it all. You you made you got all your apples and you made your cider, and then right. it it aged in the cellar all year long, so you could have it you know months later. So it's well, nice it, to see that beyond that too. Like it gets it gets into this other fun realm too. So you. You had your cider, and you 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 had to you had to make it right when things were at the peak of freshness. But then you have to age it until that hits that perfect point, and then whatever's left over that starts to hit that turning point. <laughs> then you have to distill it and turn it into Calvados. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it, it's this whole like uh, this whole process that if there was somebody that could tap into that whole thing, brilliant. So not to, <laughs> I don't know what that motion is about. I don't either. But not to like sidetrack us even more here but it's just like cider is actually very important to the history of craft because it's again uh, like dragon's milk was inspired by barrel aged ciders like this very thing that we just had that was what popped up the idea right. up at New Holland for something now as legendary as dragon's milk there's there's a world there that a lot of people haven't even tapped into yet you know, you talk about a city like Cincinnati there the cider world is it's there but they haven't even nobody's dug into it yet, and yeah. it's gonna be fun to watch. I'm I'm, I'm waiting because I, I know some some friends of mine that are really big into ciders, and I'm just like, 
maybe maybe this will finally start like breaking through and what we will do with ingest but uh, I so you know I read Cider Made Simple by Jeff Allworth recently and got me really excited about cider but got me really mad about cider too <laughs> why why is nobody else here doing what they can do and you got places yeah. like Urban Artifact that are primed to do it yeah. oh you know, yeah they, they love fruit and they love <laughs> they love wild yeast and they love barrels and like they've got this 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 perfect opportunity to, to do some things. So every time we talk about cider, I call them out and give them <laughs> shit for not making a cider yet. Right. Mm. Give us really close. I mean, they've done really well though on the wild ale front. Give us like they do their style super well. If not a cider, a Midwest fruit tart that is themed to. Apples. No, no, no. I don't want that. I want. <laughs> I want cider. I want a traditional cider in, in, that people don't understand as a traditional cider. They think, well, this is this is wild and this is weird, and it's like, no, this is this is what it all came from. To be, uh, it, yeah. Am I the only person that is about done with Midwest or or American highly aggressive sours that uh, wants something? Be. Something. I, yeah, I, I think so. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> Yes and no. Like I, some of them are a little. We're. It's weird the time we're in. It's starting to get like you have a run of the mill sour selection, but at the same time, for us locally, and this is a local show. But Urban Artifact doesn't do run of the mill very well. <laughs> like, well it, it was like they do weird stuff all the time. Yeah. And it's awesome. Like, there was there was a point where you saw people just just constantly pushing that boundary of IBUs and IPA and what that means and yep. it was because they had something in their head that they were trying to get to and you have to get there Yeah. and I still think you're seeing that with Urban Artifact they're just now starting to put out product they're like this is what we're talking about like this is what we were this is what you were supposed to be drinking yeah. a year and a half ago Cause they're not just, we just had to get you there you don't I, I just have the Midwest fruit tart which is their standard but even, but even that, every every Midwest fruit tart that's come out, it's different. They're they're but they're dropping the the the, uh, the pH of it every time. Yeah. They're trying to get something it. is it's always different. They're it's, getting to that point where they're like, all right, this is how sour it's supposed to be. This is this is we're just trying to get you the, ready the, for the it. The thing is, they don't have a standard. They have like, I mean, because you have um, I don't remember what the series was called, if anything, but like you know, the the tiramisu, for example, that we had, or the blueberry pie, or I mean the the way Epicurean that they're doing series. Yes. Okay. Yeah, the, the way that they're doing sours is amazing. And then uh the gaslight, which is oh, one of the best beers oh, I've had I love that locally. Beer. I want yeah. that to come back. Shout out now. to Ohio Valley Hops. <laughs> yes. But like I they don't I think locally specifically locally speaking, Urban Artifact is not doing a standard sour. Like there's no such thing for them. So, so I guess more on my side is I don't mind dropping pH. I don't mind getting sour and more sour. And, and you know, I started out my sour journey started out with Petrus or Petrus, whatever mm. the mm. the Pellel that was very very and like just pure sour is right. what it's going. But it's clean pure sour. I am more into the line of let's get some complexity out there. Let's get some more bacteria in there that's that's adding, throwing off some funk, some horse blankets, some some crazy weird stuff that's not just. I mean, pineapple's great and everything, and you you get a lot of that. But let's get some cool like complexity out there. I think you get that from Urban Artifact, <coughs> and I think you. And it's been about a year and a half, almost. And you haven't two had years. a lot of so, stuff to be dinosaurs. Yeah, we. To bring we it up. I think the last time Urban Artifact came up on your guys' show, I I was sitting at home and I'm. Yelling at the the, the radio. <laughs> I mean, 
fair. He's never had the dinosaur series. He doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> that, that may be the fact. That it, one was so that's, good. That, oh. is, that is the pinnacle of what they're supposed to be doing oh as God. far Gosh, as, like, so like, like again, nothing, nothing like trying to bring slide rule down to some friends of mine who've never had it. And they're like, what? Is this? <laughs> Which so, yeah. is good, but like that's the thing. Like Urban Artifact does weird stuff, and then you try it, and you're like, "This is amazing." This is even, one of know, the like, best beers I've ever had. Midwest fruit tarts can probably get a little fatiguing to some people around town yeah, yeah. because you see, there's a new one every single month, even and if you I, I get fruits, it. Like it, yeah. But at the same time, like who else is doing that? Who else is making Ooh, that beer it, that, anywhere close to here? Literally, no one. Thing nobody's like, doing it. Well, I mean, they're. Not exactly doing, but they're they're in the idea of that that Rheingeist thing of like they do a thing they do wild ales they do sours and of the like right it's it's their thing it's what you know them for I don't yeah. think of Urban Artifact and I was like you know what I could use I'd use a nice Irish red <laughs> but right. you're not gonna get that yeah right but they have a thing they I would actually a, be really curious I like, actually I, really so would they, they, they they've 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 helped a couple people around town at, at different points, and I think done some contract brewing at a couple other points to put out some other beers that um, were not anywhere near sour, wild, none of that. And just, on one hand, nailed it. On the other hand, it took them five times longer than it would take them. Like, yeah. We don't know what we're doing. <laughs> but at the so, same time, like, it's almost... I would be really curious, just like, like just for shits and giggles. Like maybe for April Fool's Day. Hint, hint, hint. <laughs> oh, yeah. Artifact. Oh. Yeah. Like, just put out, like, something, like, really, like, normal. <laughs> but, like, yeah, normal. Welcome to just Welcome to like, our American longer. <laughs> at this point, though... Even more normal so than that. Confused. <laughs> at this point, though, like... Uh, can they? Like, there's so many wild bacteria no. floating around. That's, that's, like, that's what you're not. That's what you're not appreciating about urban artifact uh-huh. is that they are so geeky. Yes. That yes, they could. Like so tomorrow, they could just completely clean every line there is, and replace there is, every gas. There is one tank that I that they probably even wouldn't even trust, and that's the, that's the souring tank. And they because they they do a lot of. And I hate to call it a kettle sour, but it's a quick sour that's kettle what I, sour. That's what I process. don't like is the kettle sour side because there's no complexity there. It is straight okay. sour. I, that is not I, all they do. Though. I wish I had more time to take to you up on that yeah. because there are plenty. Like, we need to take a road trip. There are plenty. We could we could drive just a couple minutes down the road, and yeah. I could prove you wrong with what they're doing. <laughs> there are plenty of kettle sour beers two. that yeah. that have a lot of complexity. To but, them. There's okay. there's a lot of things going on. This there. is why I'm so happy that it's your show is specifically local to the greater Cincinnati area. Um, but with Urban Artifact, it's like, you think of these crazy ideas, like we, we mentioned just random things like, oh, American Lager, blah, blah, blah. You know, but at the same time, like if you say an idea, then you kind of get excited. Like if, you, if you're used to trying their stuff, you get excited for what they're going to do because it's not going to be the same thing that you're expecting right. from anyone else. It's, it's like... When Urban Artifact comes out with new releases, we get pumped because we're like, oh, this is going to be weird. This is going to be great, but it's going to be weird. You know, <laughs> like the shiitake. Yeah. There are things beer. that you it's may like, not like. Right. But, at but the same you time, know you're it's like, right what they were wanting it to but be. You, yeah. But you respect the fact that you, you tried it and you're like, you know what? Good job. <laughs> who else is doing a mushroom sour? Yeah. But nobody. That's nobody. who. Literally no one. Mm. But, uh, and the, and the, uh, the pickle goza, for example. Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> yeah. Love that beer. But the, so I mean, which he tried last night, actually. Um, but at the same time, it's like. Wait, you saw pickle goza left? 
We had uh, Kung Fu Chews has it on draft. Had it yesterday. What? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, a Marasian coming Delicious. to Delicious. I mean, Damn I like it. I'm never going to leave Kentucky today. So I'm never going to make it up. I don't know if they just had a keg still sitting around or if they got some kind of no, advanced it's, one. It's got to be still, still sitting around. around. Yeah. Okay. But he, yeah, we had he had it with his food and which actually made a lot of sense at the Asian restaurant, right? Um, but at the same time, like spice and 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 that pickle sour, oh. yeah. Uh, but Urban Artifact is, I I would say like says Cincinnati treasure. <laughs> it's like because nobody else, even nationwide, is New doing well. Okay, maybe New Glarus, but we don't get access to a lot of New Glarus no. stuff. No, we do not. Um, I don't even think New Glarus is doing some of the stuff that Urban's doing though. No, this is the thing. Like Urban Artifact is, they're like, oh yeah, we'll we'll just. It's almost like with uh, with founders where they're like, yeah, barrel agent, <laughs> whatever. I, yeah, but at the same time, and and and, found, and new ar- urban artifact is like, eh, sour, <laughs> wild I, ales. I don't know for a fact, but so so Bewilderfest happens every year. It's urban artifacts oh, yeah, festival yeah. of weird. We were there for one, <laughs> yeah. one of them. Yes. I don't know for that a fact, amazing. but I'm How I'm confident in saying that. <laughs> that New Glarus has never said, you've got garlic, put it in a beer. <laughs> you've got cheese, put it in a beer. Like, I don't I don't anticipate that they're throwing a festival like that. Those are the hops <laughs> we're trying to get rid of. Those oh garlic. No, 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 no. It's actual cheese. <laughs> as soon as you said cheese, I was like, God, if Urban Artifact could be like goat cheese beer... I- it was actually a collaboration. So, Eight Ball, when they were still around, that was their contribution to Bewilderfest was a cheese beer, and I, I, I. But like goat cheese specifically, like oh my, I would die. <laughs> I would die. So one, and I'm not necessarily. It's got to be on nitro, right? <laughs> right. Goat cheese. No. Oh. Don't, don't nitro. Nice you got to have that. Do it. It's got to be that creamy. I'm, yeah. I'm not a nitro person. Uh, we've never had the platform to actually to put this out there, but candy cap mushrooms. For those breweries that are they're dealing it. with with mushroom beers, please get some candy cap mushrooms. They t- they taste like maple syrup. They're oh. a mushroom that has a oh. maple syrup flavor. That's, that's fine. Yeah. Oh my goodness! If you could do a barrel aged something the, with the urban artifact syrup. shiitake was. So I've been trying it. I've got it sitting in the cellar, just waiting for the I've proper got, meal. I've got one in the cellar, and I tried one back at Dark Charge Day. We had yeah. one floating around the line. Do it, uh, they are not lying when they say Epicurean series. You do that with food. Yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah. I tried to drink without food. It was uh, not what I expected. <laughs> then I, I took a bite of something, so, and then took a drink, and it was amazing. Yeah, you have. To. Sorry, I'm still hung up on the for, on the name Epicurean series, and I'm like, that is one of the greatest things I've ever heard <laughs> in my life. Fanciest, like, I, and you guys. Okay, at some point, we still need to take you. Guys Guys, Justin and Casey, to Urban Artifact because you guys have never been there. No, I've never never been there. I like the place smuggled to me. I don't get to have it as a brewery. It's a like the converted church thing is just even a task at least. Like, (laughs) let's go pick up tasks, fried chip sandwiches. We were talking about (laughs) we were talking earlier about you know like I had a friend that had to come up uh, come up to Cincinnati for a wedding or something. He's like, yeah, we're trying to find some breweries on the way, and he's like, where should I go? And I went. <laughs> All right, let me find. I need like some paper, and I need to figure out. First thing I did say, like, okay, go to Taft's. I'd just been there, head that way. But and the food is amazing. Yeah. yeah. Well, both. So Taft's has two locations now. Yeah. So there is well, the, the original the location, one, yeah. all about tri-tip sandwiches. Which is That's, amazing. They're they're awesome. And then the Spring Grove Village, I think is what we're supposed to which call it, which is one, yeah. closer to Urban Artifact. You just kind of call it pizza. They have like these incredible pizzas. Like it's like two completely different types of menus, but two just dead on. We haven't been to the new one yet, but it's, yeah, the, 
The original is, oh, I, I swear, being there, um, we went... Oktoberfest. Uh, well, when I went. When you went, yeah. But when we went um, with his, uh, so Chris's dad, my father-in-law, uh, at Christmas time, one of the best times to go. Because when you get the... Um, God, I bet that place would be great at Christmas time. It, the way it was decorated and everything, and you, you've seen the yeah. look of the inside and everything. But um, what is the beer called? Oh, my God. It's like got to give me some one. guidance. Oh, the 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 uh, Advent the, something liquid so Advent. La- yeah, last year was liquid Advent. This yep. year was uh, Santa's bribe. That's true. Yeah, I, I prefer liquid Advent over Santa's bribe. But um, yeah, <laughs> but because it, it's basically just pure chocolate in beer form somehow, and it's wonderful. But the the liquid Advent and having it on draft and having it in the tafts like that that aesthetic, so pretty. Like it was so nice and to, everything. It was just wonderful. Like I. I would recommend Taft's to anyone going to Cincinnati to try a brewery, you know, for the first time. I would be like, nope, Taft's because OTR and it's like your closest stuff and then it's a great brewery with great food. Every every brewery in OTR, I think, is a must stop as far as what is Cincinnati beer. You know, it, so Taft's yeah. in the in the converted church mm-hmm. is yes. beautiful. Oh, yeah. that, which you, was a surprise for me because I just turned to, you're like, oh, we're walking here, like, I'm walking up steps. This is a converted church. <laughs> oh, their brewing equipment is Oregon. <laughs> yeah, it's, exactly. It's, it's beautiful. And then Rheingeist, when you walk into, like, you go up those steps, and, like, just as you start to get winded, you walk into that space, and it opens up into the, the huge ceilings. Like, same idea. Like, yeah. got to see that. And then the other side, you've got you got Moreline, which is almost, like, in this, like, it feels like a cellar. Like, it's, like, lower mm-hmm. ceilings, and, like, you've got the archways, and, like, it, like, like everything well, it in is. OTR is, is incredible. It's the old Moreline lagering facility, uh-huh. whereas Rheingeist is in the old it's bottling plant. Kaufman. Kaufman, Kaufman. yes. Oh. Kaufman. Moreline is not actually located yeah, in a Moreline, Moreline building. building. Yeah. <laughs> Which is really Well, I mean, funny. I guess they technically are now. That's gets weird, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, it, it's just, it, it was so hard for me to try to recommend just one or maybe two no. places for it's like no, do you have a, it's list? a list can can you how much time do you have is the yeah, first question like, well it's like in between like the wedding and the reception I was like so like an hour two hours <laughs> what are we talking about here like I can I, would I rec- can show you the world <laughs> like I would recommend Taft's and, and Braxton and Mad Tree probably I mean, you and could, maybe Wooden Cast when yeah, you have time at this but point but see Mad Tree throws a wrench in it because of the time it's, to get yeah. there yeah. oh that's true when you get it's so like you, I've I've rarely been at Mad Tree when it's not been like a hundred people in there. Yeah. It's been so even at lunchtime. Hundred people sounds light for the time. Yeah, there's I went there's down a there. window. Sure. There's a very brief window. Where yeah, it's, like maybe like th- three to four thirty. Yeah, <laughs> it's I think just like uh, Mad Tree's so busy. You could always try to do it in one day. Just hit all of them. You can all, do that. All the you can, well, I, I don't know if you can actually do that now. You can get to them all. It, just don't do Kentucky At one time, you, don't could, do the Kentucky you could definitely get to them all. Like, start at Braxton and Wooden Cask and, like, and, and, and uh, Braxton Labs and then get to the rest of Cincinnati afterwards. And now we're getting into a whole other thing because <laughs> even that makes it hard. Yeah. Like, because you, you start you, early. Yeah, but, start you alive. know, you start as early as you can. Find who's open first. But. Right. But even on that, you have to find out who's open latest. Yep. Yes. So it just so happens that the people that are open earliest and the people that are open latest Same people. are all right about here. <laughs> so, so it you, makes it it makes it really tough. You start here, circle round uh, a couple areas, and then it's tough. That would be the most expensive. You have to budget for that lift ride. Um, so right. I, <laughs> so I, sure. I even you know you don't even think about lift because I can't even imagine what that would add into. But just like. A sample at every stop, like if you, you're already two hundred bucks. 
This is, this, is the, <laughs> this is the Epcot drink around the world. And that was that was close to ten breweries less. Okay, so the Epcot thing and or the Cincinnati thing, Patreon goal. <laughs> <laughs> if if my wife would let me, I would do Cincinnati again. If yeah. my wife would let me, I oh. I, I she's probably yeah. like we have a baby. <laughs> I, I said it. She had a baby then too. We had a baby, oh, yeah. yeah, which no, made it that is, much worse. Like yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. I, I would totally do it again if I could, but I don't think that she would let me. It would be fun, but um, I, I don't I don't even want to see myself by the end of the night. I would. So <laughs> me personally, I would 100% in my night at Hofbrau House again. But really? it would be, I can't get in. I'm, I'm banned from every Hofbrau House location. Oh my gosh. According to the Newport Police. So they banned me from Hofbrau House everywhere you are you are on the same list technically you're on the same list as in their uh, jurisdiction i'm pretty sure hoffer house would not agree with that so then you're up there with john f kennedy (laughs) he got banned from the original location in munich for trying to steal like they caught him trying to steal a clay stein right why wouldn't you so he got banned from all locations permanently as well that is the most kennedy thing i've ever heard and he got (laughs) and he got shot so you know what happened (laughs) just I'm just pretty sure that oh, the Newport new conspiracy. Now. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that the Newport Police Department does not have the jurisdiction, jurisdiction to, to ban me from Hofbrau House in Munich. In Munich. Well, I'm, I'm pretty is, sure if you Vegas. Vegas. it is a sister city to Cincinnati, so <laughs> I don't think they have that much pull. Uh, yeah. that's Cincinnati Probably not. Is a sister yeah. city. Yeah. I'm yeah. Pretty sure Newport, Newport is Newport's not. irrelevant. Newport is not the sister city. <laughs> like, let me tell you, uh, living in Kentucky, Newport's not important. I'm sorry. <laughs> Ouch. Do you do you it's know that, that even even forgetting Sorry. what's happening here in Northern Kentucky, Ohio is home to more Hofbrau houses than anywhere else? Really? Yeah. Huh. All right. Two. <laughs> I didn't know that at all. Cleveland and Columbus. Columbus. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, you know what? We still and and one of our goals as a show, I think, is to make a group trip to to Columbus because. You got to we do just, that recently and go to Brewdog. We Brew keep Dog hearing about and, all these places to go to. And, I mean, Cleveland's kind of on the, because I guess because of the little bit farther we drive, Cleveland, you've got... Um, uh, bad Tom? Well, okay, oh, yeah, Bad Tom's all the way up there. Uh, but um, that's some, that's some Fatheads. Fatheads yeah. is what I mean. Fatheads, oh, Fatheads and Great Lakes. Um, so <laughs> The original. The only. <laughs> the only Fatheads yeah. now. As yeah. of, like, this yeah. month, yeah. Um, so, like, you... you Ohio is kind of crazy with the, I, I I don't know if it's like kind of overboard to say, but I wonder if Ohio is almost comparative to Michigan and like this Mm. is the brewery kind of mecca Mm. where you 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 have places to go to. I think so, but I'm a little biased. (laughs) Right, right. we're a little biased here, but I think a simple Google search kind of blasts that out of the water. In Michigan, you have like you. Founders, like you have to go to Grand Rapids, you have to go to uh, Kalamazoo for Bell. Grand Rapids, you have to go to you, Grand Rapids like ruins your whole thing, like per capita. Like <laughs> they're just a brewery every corner. But at the same time, like I, I, what, we what still, Cincinnati. We, have, also, yeah. we still have to plan the Grand Rapids thing because I have family there. My whole mom's side of the family is from Grand Rapids. Uh, <laughs> so. Have you on on your show? Uh, have you talked about the fact that Cincinnati's what fourth? most Fourth. suggested to beer yes. town. <laughs> we didn't talk about it because of the source of that. Uh, <laughs> well, that's fair. That's that. fair. Yeah. I forget now. It, it um, came from um, not Yelp, but it came from one of those. They used Yelp. Yeah. They used Yelp, Yelp data. Yeah, it was flawed data, but... Yes. Yeah. It, I don't think it, it'd be 
it's probably not far off at the same time, but I mean, Cincy is a huge beer city, so yeah. I mean, that should be a you know, three or four doesn't sound. Well, it's 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 odd though because like you, so somebody um, texted me not that long ago and they said, oh, I've got a got a buddy that's coming into town. He's going to stay in downtown. Where does he go? He he doesn't. He's not going to have a car because he's you know here with work. You know, so well. <laughs> yeah, there's not a whole lot of like. Here's a list of five places that he can get to easily walking in downtown. If yeah. he wants to Uber or Lyft, then that's a whole other story. The problem with Cincinnati is you've got the greater Cincinnati. Cincinnati's big. Like it's, yeah. it, it stretches really far, and that that makes everything kind of complicated. Yeah, exactly. You could take the the um, the streetcar to get to some places. Yeah, the it gets you to those same to, three places. Yeah. Well, the streetcar took a, it can take us. It can take you to Rheingeist and Taft. And, and close to Moreline. Moreline. Yeah. And um, the, the and Logger then, House. Okay, so you count those as two. And then yep. you yeah. got the, the shuttle that can take you over the river to, um, to uh, well, actually, probably to Wooden Cask. Another thing about it. I would think so. Yeah, Wooden Cask and then... Um, Braxton and Darkness. Braxton and uh, uh, Darkness. God, we, we still haven't been there either. So, you know, in Bellevue. Mentioning uh, uh, the, the trip out... Uh, uh, not Tafts, but uh, uh, Moreline. Moreline reminded me that my roommate once was, who's not a beer drinker, was out near the ballpark for whatever reason and was like, why is traffic so bad out here? There's no ball game going on. You're next, you're, you're very close to where liquor is coming. That <laughs> Surprisingly, that affects things on a Friday night. <laughs> Just yeah. go, just go. If you're downtown, just go to the yard house and just sample oh, no, around. No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> Cincy Brewcast. You don't go to the yard house. You go to you go to Moreline right there. If you, right beside of it. If yep. you need to sample a bunch of different things, go to Moreline. Oh, they've do they got, have multiple taps? Yeah, they've got a yeah. killer guest tap list. So the only the, the only time that I've ever done Moreline at at the place is when we were outdoors and they had their own taps right. on oh, yeah. outside the, the facility. I, I won't say they have as many taps as Yard House does, but I will say. They have better. I, they probably I, have more local stuff. Than yard house was like, eh. we, we went there once. Well, you've been there twice, but we went there together good. once, and it was meh. Of course, that was the same weekend we got food poisoning, which we were like, Yard house poisoned you. you. You've I'm heard no, it here we, first on Cincy Brewcast. <laughs> we, we yard house our, serves poison. We actually did it ourselves. <laughs> we poisoned <laughs> ourselves with yeah, cooked a, mushrooms. Cooked mushrooms incident. But anyway, I will, I will delete that from the show if Yard House wants to sponsor <laughs> Cincy Brewcast. Um, but uh, like, if you're downtown. Because oddly enough, there's not a lot of downtown breweries. Like, but if you're downtown, I would still suggest Tafts. I mean, more lines like at the historic. You got, if thing. you're downtown, you hit them all. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, what do you? What is all though at that point? Like I mean, Tafts downtown. And, so and so, so Tafts, Tafts, more line, Ryan guys. Ryan guys. Okay. I, but are you in, including uh, who is that down at uh, Fountain Square? Oh, rock bottom. I, yeah. Are you including rock well, bottom? They're, a little, I, they're chain, but I would not. So it depends if you're from a city. If you've been to rock bottom, you yeah, don't need to go to it here go. necessarily. But they're, they're they do have good. Be- it's like BJ. If you're on Fountain Square and you're hungry, yeah, go to rock bottom before Definitely. anybody else. Because oh, their mac and beer. cheese is fantastic. Um, but like food wise, they're they're amazing. But um, the uh, I don't know. Like there, I would. I'm kind of surprised because when you say Cincinnati. You, we are always talking about the greater Cincinnati area because that is Cincinnati. Yeah, like, it, but it's not like downtown. You're not gonna get a like ten different breweries, for just, example. Just hang out at Braxton Labs, right? <laughs> right. Come across um, and hang out there for a few hours, and, and which is technically a 
in Kentucky. So it's right. like, it's the greater Cincinnati area. Yeah. But like, uh, personally, okay, we've been to Rheingeist, like the two of us have been to Rheingeist once. I did not like it. <laughs> but it's... It was... We didn't go to the rooftop thing, which everybody raised It wasn't about, open then. But, Again, right. we went years ago before they even had an HVAC system. Yeah. So we it, sat up there and roasted. It was roasted. insanely hot. They I didn't still like, don't really have it. They, they bring in these <laughs> portable things. <laughs> we, didn't, we, didn't, we didn't go to the yeah. rooftop thing, which like everybody recommends. But, like, we... Um, I, I was not... I tried... So we've had their beers before, and my favorite is probably the... Uh, What's the 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 one they only re- release periodically? The ink, I think. Ink is yeah. Yeah. Winter. Um, the imperial stout. The, because it's a stout. Whereas they they pale ale kind of everything, <laughs> even pale the cider. Pale ale imperial stout. <laughs> I mean, it's not it's not the uh, the most stout like stouts. It's not stouty. <laughs> it's pale stout. Um, like the Schlafly blonde stout. <laughs> kind of. But it's, it, and, and I hated their cider. Like, per, this is me personally. This is not, you know, for the show. But like me personally, I did not like their cider. I found it was very... Sweet. It was sweet. And it was, <laughs> and, and at the same time, oddly bland. As in, like, there's not... Like, okay, compared to this, especially, which is not fair, compared to the cider that we had today... Nothing the complexity fair, was not there. Nothing is fair compared to the cider we had today. Yeah, but it, when you've when you've got a place that's trying to stretch this big cider market into one yeah. or two releases, like yeah, that, especially when you're a place that focuses on beer, how do you do that? Yeah, I don't think anybody's cracked that code quite yet. Yeah. Well, well, do we have in Cincy? Is there a cidery? No. So no. that's an untapped market right there. It's it's is very, it though? It's very difficult to get people into a cidery tap house. So how many? But how many? How many people in you know? And, and I don't know the answer. It's in Cincinnati, like I'm, I'm a cider drinker. I yeah. If there was a cidery, no, I, no, no, I would go there. It's not. I'm a cider drinker. Yeah. I'm a cider drinker. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> for those of you that like Whoa. cider, Whoa. I'm just kidding. I'm There's a cider female guy. here. Hey, that's some Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so I, I think there are there are a lot of cider drinkers. You could definitely guest tap on a lot of brewery charts that don't make their own ciders. And, but that would be your business is yep. spreading it out to other tap rooms, and that's in today's market. That's that's that, that's a tough thing to say. Well, this is this is our business plan is to be other places. <laughs> so again, in Lexington, right down the road, there is a brewery and cidery. Their first intention was pivot. They were to be a cidery exclusively. Then they found it extremely Extremely expensive. Yeah, they could not source apples year-round. So they're like, we are going to have to supplement and brew beer. Like, there is no other way around it. (laughs) The other way. Yeah, so and they, they had very good stuff. We were there once for a... um, It was a wedding reception. Wedding, kind of, yeah. Yeah. their, I mean, their cider was good, but at the same time, their beer was really good, considering they were, like, really focused on cider. So, yeah. Clean practices. Yeah, clean practices all the way around. That's that's how you, you do good beer. We I'm try just, to represent, because, like, two... Uh, I said one. two. One and a half uh, have a more Lexington, Kentucky-focused area. nearly enough breweries. In, in that, area. because <laughs> southeastern Kentucky does not have anything... Well, no. Kentucky as a as a whole does not have the Much, amount of breweries that yeah. they probably should, but yeah. we're, is, we're we're a bourbon. We're about distilleries. One, yeah. yeah, there is there is something to that to <laughs> the state kind of not wanting 
beer versus the, bourbon. Well, again, we're, we're, the, we're about some bourbon. We've yeah. talked about it on our show. The limestone shelf that Kentucky sits <laughs> on lends itself to That's a bullshit. particular. That's bullshit. Thing. You can replicate water no matter where you are. No matter <laughs> you, what you is can. in that water, you oh, can yeah. replicate it. You, you can. Had, look, look, give us this. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was waiting for. I was waiting for finding words from Casey. I'm no, sorry. No, no, no. You can. You can replicate water, but it's heritage. I think is the is where yeah. you go. There's to. there's there's Her- something deeper than it's not it's not the actual product. Right. Yeah. It's not what you can make. It's and and you for yeah. for Kentucky as a whole. I think like politically we have a few issues going on and uh, like a budget that's not balanced. And, <laughs> you know whatever it's not. So like give us the bourbon. Like we have bur- like Kentucky, even though it's not technically give us the bourbon. That's all we have. <laughs> it's like that's not technically. You don't have to have it made in Kentucky bourbon to be bourbon. And horses. Bourbon and horses. But at the same We're time, sorry. like we have our horses are faster. <laughs> yeah. So give us that. Yeah, we're good. No, um, you know, my my snobbery on bourbon goes back to I drink <laughs> Kentucky bourbon because I'm a Kentuckian. And, right. and that's my thing. You know, Ask why? any Kentuckian, what's bourbon? Yeah. Well, it's made in Kentucky, right. and it's 51% corn. I right. Mean, the we, law says you yeah. can do it in the U.S. We say We're Kentucky. like, that's nice and everything. But, <laughs> we say High West isn't um, really a bourbon. But we've, we've had other bourbons from other states, which are still good. Right. But at the same time, like, they're in really our minds, we're like, they're whiskeys. They're good whiskeys. <laughs> Fine whiskeys, not a bourbon. Bur- bourbon is... is Buffalo Trace and Eagle Rare and Pappy and just you know. a reminder you're listening to Cincy Brewcast. I feel like Cincy Brewcast can even get behind the fact that most of the rye in the US, I'd say probably eighty percent of the rye that you buy on a shelf is made in Indiana. Indiana. Yeah. So. <laughs> the greater Cincinnati area. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Which um you know, jumping to a whole different realm here, you know, new riff, you know, going back to what they've been doing for the last few years, their stuff, their, their OKI stuff that they've been putting out is phenomenal. And it's, there's a heavy ride kind of balance to that. And, mm. It's all going away really soon. So if anybody, what? well, because New Riff, they're doing their own stuff. So ah, no longer yeah. will they be buying stuff from from uh, the place out in Indiana. You know, it's it's going to be there. So in theory, it's going to be close to that same kind of match <laughs> from what they're saying. But but, but they, it's I mean, been really good. There's a reason eighty percent, whatever whatever the number is. I don't I don't know what to quote right now. But but whatever that number is, there's a reason that many distilleries outsource their rye it's because it is a good product right. it's a very good product and you know buy it in white and and make it barrel age it right. yourself go that route if you want to but uh yeah um, so it's interesting if anybody's a fan of oki's products that they've been putting out get it now because it's going away actually wait just a little bit because i assume there's going to be a whole bunch of it Really soon, that's going to be just flood the, flood the market as they're getting rid of it. Yeah, yeah. are we kind of drop, but. talking about the Ohio trend or when they just dropped all those liquors? Oh yeah, that that happens. Rogue, that so, happens every few years. So all it, yeah. the rogue liquors are on that list. So if you're in that's Ohio, interesting. And you should be able to find those discounted heavily. Mm. All the the rogue single malt whiskey and all that stuff. That rum be. was really good. Wasn't it? Like, well, the hazelnut yeah. rum. Yeah. If you're a fan of marshmallow liquor. You know. <laughs> we still haven't tried the whiskey. We, we're, we're entering into a whole yeah. other yeah. realm yeah. and you it's, a, need, it's yeah. a good point. I have to pee too. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, Thank you guys very much. If anybody has not been to Wooden Cask, come down to Wooden Cask. There's some really fun stuff happening down here. Um, tell people how to find you guys. Uh, haveadrinkshow.com uh, you can find, find Have a Drink Show on 
or have a drink rather <laughs> on any podcatcher of choice and then you of course we've got our uh, patreon have a drink or patreon patreon.com slash have a drink show it's have a drink show on all the social media and 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 video stuff uh, but the show is called have a drink. <laughs> yes, and we so are... go with what we could find. But it's the Have a Drink show. Yeah. 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 We are supported by listeners like you, so please yes, go to our yes. Patreon. You start adding that tag at the end of our shows. Yeah. Supported by listeners. Yeah. Brought to you, it's a very brought to you by listeners like you. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for um, jumping in on a nice two-hour Cincy Brewcast. <laughs> Sorry, we do that. <laughs> My bladder is the size of a beach ball, but we will... We'll be back next week. I don't know what we're talking about. I never know what we're talking about from week to week. So, I don't know. Subscribe to the show. You'll find out. <laughs> Thank you guys very much. Um, if anybody isn't subscribing, I think you're supposed to. So, do that. Since the broadcast, the voice is Craft. 